What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Mike Rowe here with a few thoughts on my favorite sweatshirt, a classic zip-up hoodie that used to be navy blue but has since faded to what the fashionistas call a distressed indigo. It's 13 years old, soft as a flannel bathrobe, and after a few hundred dirty jobs, demonstrably and undeniably indestructible. This is the kind of sweatshirt girlfriends like to permanently borrow, but I've held on to this one because I got it from American Giant. American Giant makes all their stuff right here in the USA so they can control every link in their own supply chain. That matters because when you buy American Giant, you not only get great quality, you create jobs for people in factory towns all over the country. No pressure, but if you give a damn about the business of making things in America, you got to support the companies who are doing it right. Go to American-Giant.com slash Mike to get 20% off your first order. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Happy Friday, everybody. Memorial Day weekend. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're chilling. Hope you're kicking back. No work today. If you got to work or if you're just chilling, we got you. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. What's up, fellas? Happy Friday. Happy, Happy Friday, Friday, my man. How you guys doing? And, and most of all, you know, going into this weekend, Memorial Day, hey, you know, my pops was in the service, you know what I'm saying, served this country, you know, and, 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 you know, to all the people that served our country, you know, that, that we can do what we do because of that's them. Right. I that's appreciate right. everyone. Yeah. You my know, dad was that. in the Korean, my dad was in the Korean war. Uh, yep. So yeah. Um, a lot of, a lot of men and women uh, put their lives on the line to defend our freedom. Every no day. question. No question. And, you know, unfortunately some don't come back home and, you know, we can't thank them enough for the services they have rendered for the many decades that this country has stood tall. So Amen. Amen. Out of that. Yep. Amen. To... Well said. Well said. And, and just a, a giant heartfelt thank you to, yep. to everybody, everybody who has paid the ultimate price, their family and uh, people who are currently serving. So we get to sit here and talk sports because of you. So thank That's you. Right. Thank That's you right. very much. Absolutely. All right. So Gunner, I, I understand you had a little, uh, little ceremony <coughs> this morning. What, what, what happened? What happened? <laughs> and my sources are telling me some things. I, so, I need to so, find out. So, so my grandson, uh, he's three and he, um, uh, he's in, in a preschool. Yeah. So the school had a preschool graduation today for the three and four year olds. Right. Okay. And it's at the school that we sent our kids to when we first moved to Delaware. It's a, a Christian school, Redline Christian Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so you have the procession music and the three year olds come yeah. out. 
And, you know, there's always that one kid. Um, there's always a little different, right? Yep. So I, here they come down the aisle. And I tell my wife, I said, "Hun, look at your grandson. Oh, no. he's, walk, he's walking down the aisle with his hands over his eyes like this. Right? <laughs> and his teacher's trying to tell him, would you please put your hands down so you can see where you're going? And all I can hear him say is, why? Every time you ask this kid, why? Oh. You know, so he finally puts his hands down, the process, cute little procession, uh, cute little ceremony and, and, you know, graduation for these kids. It was really awesome. So after it's over, you know, we get him. His mom and dad couldn't go because they were working. So right. Trish and I filled in for him. So, you know, we asked the crews, why did you put your hand over your eyes? <laughs> because I wanted to hide from everybody. And I'm like, okay, all right. I said, but why? <laughs> And he looked at me like I was stupid. He, I said, why? He goes, Tata, because. That's it. And I'm like, That's all you need is because, Derek. Don't now, dig any deeper. You're, now, this is a kid at three years old. He can he can identify every dinosaur you can think of. This kid has more dinosaur books, shirts. He can tell you about the Brachiosaurus, the Ankylosaurus, the Brontosaurus, the T-Rex, mm -hmm. the Raptor family. He can sit there and tell you what is a herbivore and what's a carnivore at three years old. Wow. This kid is something else. Everything he he is so in tune to two things. Anything that has to do with dinosaurs. So we have to watch all these different videos on YouTube right. and in demand the dinosaur. And you can't watch a dinosaur movie with him. We have to find where they're digging up fossils because he loves to dig for fossils. His parents took him to a uh, an exhibition they had on Philadelphia, um, Langhorn, I believe it was. Yeah. Big exhibition for kids. And kids actually got to get in the sand and dig up bones and stuff. So he nice. was it besides himself. He loves dinosaurs and anything that has to do with eggs. Like the, the plastic Easter eggs. Yeah, That's all a kid wants. We have 150-something eggs around the house. And we have to put little gifts in them and, and hide them for, so he can find them. And they're like, what kind of kid is this? Just wait. Just wait. Till he falls, till he falls under the Uncle B influence. Oh no! <laughs> I swear, I swear. Lock it up. If you, you, better, you better tighten the parameters of the. You uh, cost me any more money? I swear. Yeah. I swear to you. Oh man, I will find a way. I Wait, will so, find a way. So when you so you mentioned this to us before the show, and you're saying, "Oh, that one kid who's always you know kind of a pain in the butt." I'm thinking it was just going to be some kid. It was your grandson who was oh, being no. it. Oh no, it was my okay. grandson. Oh no. Okay. Now, you, now there were a couple of other kids. Like Solo cup kid. question. I'm going orange yeah. today, by the way, Joey B. What, I don't know. We do odds every show. Did you yeah, guys notice? Yeah. Did you All got right. pink. So well, it's orange. It's pink or orange. 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 I say orange. I have the Philadelphia accent. I say orange, but yes, that's that's. Uh, <laughs> Why can't you just use standard colors like red and clear? Or because white. I got I got to keep the the people guessing. I got to keep I got to keep the odds growing. I need to right, know what, right. what what orange was today, guys. Afternoon, mom. Oh, we Mrs. Got... Brooks checks in. Yeah, she's she afternoon, Mrs. B. There she is. We buy yeah. we, we buy so many cups, and I buy from BJ's, and you get like 150. I get the my, red the red ones. Minus like 110, those. by the way, were our odds. One minus minus one 110 ten. for the orange. Yeah. Pink pink was minus 250. Blue minus 155. Got to keep you guys guessing, man. I got it's it, it never going to be the same. Well, we'll do this on odds on Derek next year. We'll do my, my solo. <laughs> the thing is, Rob, if they keep doing this, trying to guess, you're going to have to start paying people out if they hit it. Good point. Bro, you don't understand, man. It got kind of big. You know, we back in my old show, the middle, um, you know, a time was just a big, huge betting guy. And that's all he wanted to do is bet. And, uh, you know, him and, um, you know, him and him and, and Joey B used to go at it all the oh, time. Okay. okay. You know, so, I mean, it is, it is what it is. Me, 
you know me, bro. I don't I don't bet because I lose everything when it comes to betting. Like I go to Atlanta City, I, I could just drive into the city and I lose money. I hear I you. Don't, I don't I don't go gamble. That's I don't me. bet. I don't just go don't through that gamble. last hole and all of a sudden you're donating. To, <laughs> <laughs> you know that's how it works, man. I hear my, you. My I money's hear. too hard to come by, man. I don't bet. <laughs> no Even the casual, I'm I'm ticked off for the rest of the day if I lose twenty dollars. Right. No, I get. Right. Look, you I get. I mean? The one thing I always caution people is, first of all, the. the it, it, it's obvious, but sometimes you have to say it. you don't bet over your head. If you don't have disposable income, you don't do it. Number one. And number two, you got to stay disciplined with it. What I mean yep. by that is yep. you can't bet 15 games a night. You're no. not going to win. Okay. If there's one game you love, maybe, and you can afford to do it, go for it. Right. If you hit that and you want to do something the next night. Great. The problem is you get into catch up mode and yep. you, 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 let's say one o'clock on a Sunday and you, you hit you, your, you're two and four. Okay. And you're losing. People will load up at four o'clock. Then they load up on Sunday night and they load yep. up on Monday night. And it yep. is a tough pattern because you're always playing catch up. Well, and like that's this, what yeah. gets people in trouble. I, um, I played in that golf tournament. Like I told you, uh, last, last Saturday right. for, um, live casino. And I'm playing with this, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the whole behind this, this one group that's playing. It was actually Hollis's group. Okay. Hollis, Hollis didn't play, but you know, but this guy, he had lost three hundred thousand dollars last month. Whoa! And it was no sweat off his back. It's no sweat off his back. So that's disposable income. Yeah. Me, if I lose fifty cent, I'm looking for it. Like no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not the guy that if I'm walking <laughs> by and I see a dime on the ground, that's right. I'm picking that dime up. Hundred percent. That's right. That's right. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. I, got, I mean, I got grandkids to take care. In fact, I'm going to be getting my grandkids um uh mid June. Nice. Soon, yeah. So, I just opened the pool. I started opening the pool on Monday, and it's been a pro. Now Tuesday, and it's been a process. How, how's the water now? We got an update yesterday. They were yeah. getting it's, lower. It's 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 teal. <laughs> is, that, is that good? Is that or good bad? or bad? Yeah. Water is supposed to be blue. It's teal. I, I know, but are you like? Is it a progression? Are you it's getting a progression? The blue? Yeah, I'm almost there, man. All I'm right. almost there. So what I what I did now today? I mean, I got to clean and shocked and everything, but now mm. I gotta I gotta um. Put some algaecide in it, and I gotta throw about five bags of salt in it. Okay. And then the salt, uh, the the salt canister, it'll it'll start, it'll start, you know, metabolizing the water. Yeah, yeah. And making it, you know, salt water, and you know, that's it turns salt water into chlorine. That's what it does. If the water's teal, doesn't that mean it's an algae buildup? Yeah, that's why I said I gotta put algaecide in it. How in the world you go from blue to teal? No, it started out. Dark brown. It started green, right? Yeah, it started. Now we're dark getting green, green, which brown. means, which means it's getting better, right? I mean, right, right, right. It's, it's a process, man. It's a process. You don't just go out there, just bam, you just swim as soon as it's open. Gunner wants it, wants it fixed right, That's right. away. That's what I you do. know what? I should have just went on and paid paid the people to open it because they open it. It only it only takes them two days. See? They open it, but it's it's, it's three hundred sixty dollars. Wow. So man. what? You spend that kind of money at the grocery store. So what? But I'm eating it. I'm not eating that. Yeah, well, you're going to be swimming in it all summer. I know, but So what's still, the difference? I, so it, the difference is it cost me 80 bucks to open it myself. <coughs> it just yeah, takes but, a little longer. Yeah, yeah but you got I like 20 you. different shades of water. Well, it's it's going to be blue probably tomorrow. They'll be able to swim in it on Sunday. Now, once you, on Sunday. once you get it right, how often do you have to regulate it throughout the summer? Well, see, this... Yeah, with 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 the saltwater pool, it's like every two weeks you got to put a little salt bag here, or a little chemical here, just to keep things going in the right direction. Saltwater metabolizes itself; it kind of it kind of you know makes itself okay. You know, if it needs more 
chlorine, the uh, the, the 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 machine itself, the cylinder itself, or create more chlorine. So it 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 basically takes care of itself. <clears throat> when you have a chemical pool, you know the regular pool, right, right. That's when you got to use all those chemicals and everything. Plus, oh, it yeah. feels bad on your mm -hmm. body when you jump in a, a saltwater pool compared to a regular uh, chlorine right. pool. It feels more silkier on your body, you know. It, 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 your, you know, your hair doesn't fall out. You know, it's just, it's just what? It's better. Yeah, your hair right. doesn't fall out. <laughs> what? Right. You can go. You can jump on some people's pools, and and you can smell the chlorine coming off of it. Yeah, you got to be careful with that. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. eating those kind of chemicals. Man. My right. my, you know, my in laws, my in laws have a huge pool out in California, and my father in law is eighty seven, and every morning because he used to work for the water district for for thirty something years. So every morning he's out there checking the pH level. Do I mean that pool is meticulous? Right. <laughs> we had a when we moved into our house, the guy had a hot tub built into the deck, a oh. hot tub, which is nice. But it, it's and it's small. It's tiny. You could fit like four or five. <laughs> like it's not not big by any stretch. It's all you need, man. It's all you need. I'm, you need, I'm bro. with you. I'm with you. I love it. But and you got but you do have to be careful, man. If you go a little too heavy with either pH or. Yep. Uh, you know, alkalinity or whatever, man, it, you can't even get like, it's, it's coming off of it. The chemical and you're like, it's really not good. Right, you got to really right. be careful with something right. like that. That's for sure. Well, you know, the, the smaller the hot tub, the bigger the fart bubbles. I'm Amen. Thank you. <laughs> Did your grandson teach you that today? Is that, was that, yeah. Is he giving you some fart bubbles in the back? All right. All right so we got Memorial day weekend and we, we touched on this a little bit, but I want to, I want to revisit it. And everybody in our comment section, everybody, watch, everybody take it in the stream, listening, whatever you want to jump into, feel free. I want to hit you guys with a couple of categories uh, based on Memorial day weekend. Okay. Beverage of choice. Let, let's put ourselves in the setting of we're chilling in a backyard. Ooh. It's a nice day. It's a, we're, we're assuming, I think tomorrow's going to be better weather wise <laughs> here than it is it today. Is. Our weather's not great here and, Hey, speak, speak, hey, speaking of which, yeah. uh, I don't know if it's where you guys are, but uh, my landscaper texted me. He said, hey, uh, he said, can you check and make sure I secured your trampoline uh, the way you like it secured? I have these metal bars that you hit to the ground, uh, L-shaped bars to hold them in place. I said, why? He said, because this storm's coming is nasty. Mm. Uh, so I don't know where you are, but please be careful. Yeah, tonight's no, tonight tonight's that could be any in today too. Tonight yeah, he said this afternoon. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, so, I, I think tomorrow it's going to clear up, but today is was not looking good. You know, all the way through. Man, I, I was going just I was just going to cover. My wife just bought a uh, an ab machine because my abs are trash right now. <laughs> but we just got an ab machine, and, and they just dropped it off in the front of the you house. Better get that inside, man. Yeah, right. Really. Yeah. But it's heavy, man. It's a bunch of these aren't just average looking boxes. These are boxes of big, big boxes. Yeah. And it just so happened my son moved back out today. Yes. Uh, oh today. no. So you I gotta get do him. it myself. I was gonna say, get him back, man. Hold get up, tell him to come back over, man. Yeah, exactly. he, he can come back. Yeah, he can make it back. Well, I'm trying to pick. I, I try to weigh it out. Um, him come back to help me or me feed him again. Good point. I'm like, back surgery or have the son help you? Yeah. Back surgery, son help. And you ever notice when you get these big, heavy boxes, how slippery they are? Yeah. You can't get a of these doggone things. You need those gloves with the, with the, with the traction. Yes. Yeah. It's like they're, they're cardboard boxes. Uh -huh. It's like they put silicone on them or something. It must be some, some made cheaper or something. It's unbelievable, man. It drives me nuts. I know. All right, let me hit you with these. You ready? Yeah, we're, no, we're... Joey B. Someone he wants me to. No, I'm not flipping on the diving board. <laughs> <laughs> I 
all the water be out the pool. Just I, you know what I do. What I do? Just do a that'd, cannonball or that'd be a, a can opener. Hey, in Bear's case, that'd be a tsunami. Oh. Right. <laughs> yeah, I used to love. I, I used to love the high dive. Not that I would do any kind of really? like dives. No, I would just jump off and do a cannonball. But I like oh, I like just the height, the height of the high dive. I was always afraid, man. Do all those flips that I was going to bang my head on the board. So I would right. just jump, I would jump off and down. That like was Greg it. Luganis. Uh, yeah, I was the I was the anti Greg Luganis. I, I was the dude. I was like Rodney oh, Dangerfield man. at Back to School doing the triple lindy or yeah, you know, whatever. Oh man, I love that, that movie. All time the triple movie. lending. Yeah. Have it the scene he's he's in the hot tub and he's got all the young girls in there and and the uh, the woman he was, I, I forget like she was like his, working with him it was like her his age oh meet my nieces yeah Wasn't okay that Farrah Fawcett or something like that I forget I forget who it was um, all right so here we are we're in a we're in a, it's a nice day unlike today it's nice outside we're we're chilling in the yard so I'm gonna hit you with these you guys tell me what your what your choices would be okay beverage of choice oh. Me, I take stateside with this new shoreside um, um, lemon tea now. That's my okay. that's my drink of choice. Ooh. It used to be seven and seven. Seven and seven used to be my drink, but stateside is smooth vodka with one of those vodka uh, teas. Yeah, surfside. They're big, man. I tell I told you I was where I was out a couple of weeks ago at the uh, I was out with Krause at, at the Marple Pub. We were doing some business, and the guy next to me ordered it. And yep. I, I had I had to look at the can, man. Stateside. Um, I'm not an IPA guy. I know that's the, that's blasphemous to some people when they hear it. They're like, yeah, "Oh my yeah. god, Pennsylvania, like, especially." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, dude, I don't mind a light beer. You want to give me a light beer? I'm good to go. Of course, light. <laughs> Why not? Barrett, hey, if, if 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 it's free, it's for me, man. Me too, bro. Me Number too, bro. one, I'm not I'm not real uh, picky. I, back in the days, drink like Old Milwaukee and uh, Schlitz. And uh, hey, man, hey, 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 you know, you you joke, but old Milwaukee Schlitz Paps that's made right in my hometown, baby. So I, don't be making dude, fun of I, Let me tell you me. something though Schlitz and Paps, the nastiest beers you can imagine. <laughs> well, you're paying for it the next day. I mean, Hold make on. no mistake. When I was uh, yeah. when I was in bro, when I was younger, man, younger, younger, and I couldn't even, I wasn't even supposed to be drinking, you know, what I'm saying? I wasn't even an age. Yeah, I used to drink this stuff called Stag. Stag, Stag was, Stag was four dollars and 75 cents. A case, <laughs> a oh, case. Yeah. Right. Hey, hey. I, I we used better. to get Milwaukee's best. Uh, oh. old Milwaukee, Pabst. Pabst is like a hipster drink now. A hipster. Right, right, oh right yeah. Now. Back in the day, it wasn't. You know, all those things. Peels. Uh, Bush. <laughs> Joe said, "Yeah, Stag, bro. Look yeah. it up. Stag. Yeah. Hey, hey, uh, hey, when you guys were coming up, did you ever? Were you guys ever into the the wine coolers? Oh, they would Seagram's wine coolers. Oh, yeah. Were big. See, back in the day when I was in college and stuff, there was a the wine coolers. Yeah, I never and, got uh, into that. I, that's not my kind of thing. But you know, the, what about a lot Zima? of girls drank that. Yeah, Zima. Remember Zima? Zima and Seagram's <laughs> and Zima were the big yep, ones. Yeah, yep. yeah. Joey B says Keystone Light. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. yeah. You ever uh, Thunderbird? Remember? Th- oh yeah, Thunderbird used to be. You know what? That's that was back in my back in my hometown. You know, in Kenlock and St. Louis. They used to take Thunderbird and put Kool-Aid, a pack of Kool-Aid in it. <laughs> Thunderbird. Yeah, hey, let me tell you this story, man. I, yeah. I, I couldn't afford to go back home to St. Louis, so I had to do spring break at Kansas State. Right. I, uh, Me and my boy, my, me and my frat brother, we um, we invited these girls over, and we started watching Faces of Death. Oh, dude. Right. Why we And we started drinking. Um, oh, my buddies used uh, to watch. I can't watch that stuff, man. Real Mad Dog. So we're drinking Mad Dog. Mad Dog 2020. Watching, yeah. yeah. Watching Faces of Death. That's rough. 
and put it like this. That's what you're doing with girls? That's not exactly bro, uh, helping your case, man. Bro, we drank so many bricks. We call them bricks. So many bricks of Mad Dog. Then when I woke up the next day, I was in St. Louis <laughs> with these girls, with my with my roommate, my frat brother. What? In you St. Went, you Louis. went from Kansas, Manhattan, Kansas, Kansas to St. Yeah. Louis? And it's an eight-hour drive. And I oh. don't remember going there. All I remember, my pops knocked on the door. He had to let me in because he had a we had a he had a duplex and he let me into the house and 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 he said, Boy, you don't do that no more. I'm like, what do you pops? I can't believe I'm sitting here talking to you right now. I was oh in school, I couldn't even afford to come here. And he said, Boy, don't do that no more. <laughs> yeah, I literally wild. woke up in St. Louis. That is wild. <laughs> right. Hey, I, I I drank Thunderbird one time and one time only in my life. And the reason is. After a football game, we were celebrating in me and my roommate's apartment with a bunch of friends after a game. And um, we decide that we're going to have, first of all, we started with milk and, and like pastries and stuff. Ooh, and then, it got, then we got the idea. Oh. We had to put two, we put two big pizzas in the oven. Then we went oh pizzas, right? Oh then somebody, another guy brought in the Thunderbird, right? Hmm. So we think, okay, everybody passing the Thunderbird around. So we partying, music blasting, having a good time. About 40 minutes later, D. Gunn starts to feel this volcanic eruption in his stomach. Right? Gee, I, I can't imagine like, why. Pastries, pizza, and, and Mad Dog and milk, 2020? And, and milk. milk. And milk. Oh, hot, hot, hot pizza. Oh hot pizza. God. Milk, pastries, and then, and then Thunderbird. I don't blame so, your stomach for revolting against you after that, man. All of a sudden... D-Gun sprints towards the bathroom. <laughs> I'm talking straight up Carl Lewis sprint to the yes. bathroom. Yeah, you saying I don't yeah. I don't need I don't get anywhere close to the bathroom, man. Oh he came out shoo, oh. straight up. Oh. I'm vomiting down the halls. It's like shoof. And I don't mean it's just going straight down. I mean it's like projectile. The exorcist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I see pieces of pieces of oh. pepperoni and sausage pie. Enjoy your lunch, everybody. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. I'm like, I laid on the floor. I was twitching like this. And dude says, Hey man, who gonna clean this up? I'm like, I don't know. Man. I get to it when I can. I'm still tore up. I got towels everywhere, paper towels. Uh-huh. And I'm trying. And at one point while I'm on my hands and knees trying to clean it slip, I fell right in it. <laughs> I said, that's it. That's it. Uh, All right, I'll I'll give you one like that. So it's, it's, uh, it's, I used to deliver during college on Saturday mornings, I would deliver flowers. So we had this, I had this big van, I'd load up with, you know, arrangements and all this other stuff, right? But this was after every Friday night, just going ape, you know what, just crazy. Okay. (laughs) And getting in like three hours, I'd get in at like three, I'd have to be working like six or seven. So I'd be all kinds of, all banged up, all right, to say the least. <coughs> so I'm having one of those, you know, kind of bubble gut mornings, if you know what I mean. Oh, where, right. you, where you're kind of like teetering on danger, right? And uh, I'm driving, and all of a sudden, like, I'm at a red light, and, and you know it's go time, all right, if you know what I'm saying. Like, there was no in-between. There was no just, hey, I'll be all right. No, no, it, it, was, it was go time. Right then and there. Right then and there. So – I like wheel around a dude and I make this like crazy pull into this like little like deli. Right. It actually it was a Wawa. It was a real tiny little Wawa back then. 
and I'm I'm sw- you ever see the scene in Bridesmaids like where they're like oh yeah eight- okay. <laughs> oh yeah right, that's oh, me man. that's me okay I'm I'm oh. I'm, su- I'm there's sweat I, I, my I look like I'm some shade of like I don't know what okay so. I didn't even, I did not even shut the, oh the van God. off. I had all my, my flowers in there. I just left it running. Right. I just put it apart <laughs> and I'm running and I, 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 I rip open the door and I think it, it's like, it's like lunchtime at a Wawa. You know how busy that is. Right. Okay. For people who aren't from the Philadelphia area, like a sheets or, you know, what a seven 11 like that. So, wow. I come sprinting, I'm running, right? And I see the dude at the ca- the cashier, the dude at the front is just sees me, right? And he sees what I what a disaster I'm in. So he just points because I didn't know where the bathroom was. He just pointed, right? So I just followed his direction. I like made a left. I was like plowing old ladies over. And, and and I I I kick open the door and I it was an explosion. Okay. It was, okay. So yeah, it was hideous. It was so bad oh. that I overflowed the toilet. Oh, man. Okay. Come on, man. Okay. It was bad. And, and I feel so bad because this dude who hooked me up, who had the instinct to just point it, he knew. This dude knew and intuitively knew. Come on, man. And I, I just rolled after I destroyed the bathroom. I dropped a bomb and got out of there, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Man. Yeah, dude. It, 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 it was not good. Yes, it was not cool. It was not cool. I and she admit, stayed it was married not cool. to you. And she and stayed she married st- to me. But, yeah. but it was uh it, it was one of those it was this close to being total disaster okay? <laughs> and i i made it oh and and i'm i'm sweating like i just played an nba game as i as it's and the guy already knew that no he knew no he was just like right there i'm like you know well, I, I dude i i was giving like like the heisman the and i got oh, in the, and, and it was not pretty. It was not pretty. But I think we've all been we've all been there before. I mean, let's be real. We've think been. about think about some of the stupid stuff we did as teenagers oh, and young adults, and we're still here to tell a story. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I think about some of the stupid things I did with my friends. Oh, God, and I mean, when you look back, it's like, what kind of idiot were you? Bro, that, that's one where you try and like you want you kind of want to have your kids avoid some of the really stupid right, stuff. Right, 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 right. But you're also like, I know they're gonna have to do some of this stuff to go through it too. But it's like a fine line you want to walk without being too preachy. But you're like, I'm just trust me, you you, you can avoid this. Right. Go have fun, but you don't quite need to take it to this degree that, and, that, that know, we do. And for, for the most part, you know, your parents are cool though. Like my mom told me, she said, look, don't go to Saints. Saints was like this this roller ring, this is the skating ring. Yeah, she said, don't go to Saints. Cause I mean, it was, it was, man, it was just a shooting gallery, right? You know, guys out there, just it's just bad business, you know what I'm saying? But everybody wanted to go to Saints, yeah. So I leave, I go out. So she said, "Don't go to Saints." I said, "All right, man, I ain't going to Saints." So I leave out and I go to Saints anyway. First thing you do, stupid. yep. I go there, I'm kicking it, have the time of my life. I go in, I'm taking pictures, posing in the background, all that good stuff, you know. Yeah. And then the next day, what does my dumb self do? Oh no. Put the pictures up uh, on, on my on my drawer, dude. You know proof <laughs> you begging you to get caught. Can you be? Oh my oh. god! Oh my god! <laughs> you know what I'm and I'm sure Mama <laughs> Brooks went nuts when she saw that. No, no, it was over, bro. Oh, it was dude. over. That's me. That's the type of stupid stuff. I mean, I used to do, man. You know, yeah. it's, uh, it's crazy, man. Crazy. I hear you. I hear you. Coach Marcus <laughs> knows. He, he knows. He knows where you were. He, he knows what you were up to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> get St. Louis in the house. Yeah, that's yes, yeah, but, the, but you have to do that stuff, man. I mean, you have to go through some of that stuff to to wise no, up. No, you don't. No, you don't. Sometimes but we you do, do it anyway. You know, right, you, do, right. you don't have to, but we're not like what are you gonna do? It, exactly. And you you have this group of friends, and you want to be with the end group. And so you just go along with what the heck they're doing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you think about it. Some of the stuff could have really gotten you in trouble in, in some Bro, ways. I mean, this, I mean, I got, I had this, this, this one guy, man. Sills respects my, uh, <laughs> my work. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. Appreciate it. None of my sports points hey. make any sense, but at least it does. <laughs> Sills, I, hey, I can tell you, I know Dan Sills does I some stupid Dan, stuff man. in his life. I know oh, he God. has. He's probably bro, got some real good stories from the bro, U days, man. Exactly. I had this dude, man. His name, um, he was he was from Iowa, man, and black dude. He was he was the black leave of the beaver. When he first got to college, he was the straight and narrow. <laughs> yeah. He never did anything. Yeah. I mean, he you know, yes sir, no sir. He was just, I mean, he was just the perfect gentleman. Right. Bro, by the third month, him in Kansas State, bro, he became, he, he, he you know, we, we go in, he started, he came in, instead of coming in in the fall, he came in, um, he came, he came in the winter intersection, you know, okay. so, he graduated early, that's what yeah. I smart. graduated early, he gets there, we're going through spring ball and everything, by the time the summertime comes, he's bouncing at a bar, and you know what it's, you know what he, he used to get his tip was, his tip, now at bars, you had, you had this little mat, and the mat, you know, picks up everything that you pour, like whatever drinks you pour. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, on, on the well, down. on the well of the bar they have. Yeah, it. yeah. But uh -huh. it drains down into this 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 big yeah. cup thing, this uh, thing. At the end of the night, he would take and drink that whole thing. Now, mind you, it's, Come on, beer, man. Oh. it's beer, rum, vodka. I mean, Dude, that's Jaeger gross. That's he would gross. drink that at the end of the night, bro. Oh. He would drink it. I mean, he just went crazy, man. Like he went from being a black leader of the Beaver to just all out crazy. They're like Tupac, yeah. <laughs> Dude, bro, no. go ahead. Yeah, he. Uh, there we go. <laughs> White captain. There you go. <laughs> oh man, look, we're sitting. In, we're sitting in. Uh, we had this class together in the summertime, and we're sitting in there. I studied for it. I'm just letting you guys know I studied for it, so I knew I was going to pass it. Well, a couple other football players needed. The, they needed the grade in order to graduate. This dude sitting there, he said. Man, I got to do something. If I don't pass this class, I'm not going to play football this next spring. I mean, uh, this next fall. I got to do something. So he raised his hand, asked the teacher, hey, can I go to the um, can I go to the to the to the bathroom? He said, all right, then. So he brings the test up to the teacher. He goes to use the bathroom. When he goes to use the bathroom, and we're talking about Kansas State, which is an old university. And they had like the, the windows that, you know, that like kind of open up like yeah, this. You gotta push them open. They can open yeah, the bottom yeah. of the top. So he, 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 he climbs up. Oh, God. He climbs up the door, opens it up. And goes through that window. Oh, falls down. He finds a copy of the test and runs off a couple of copies for all the guys on the squad. But mm -hmm. lo and behold, he looks over and he sees the grade book. Now, this is before computers and stuff. So he had the actual grades yeah, written. Yeah, your handwritten. Yeah. In the, in the, so he looks in there, all the football players he gave B's and A's. And they said, you know what? It's a couple seniors in there. I see their seniors. I'm going to change their grade also. He changes their grades, though. Oh. <laughs> Comes back. Passes out the test, you know what I'm saying? Law story, law. Everybody dude. get your eight. Dog, that's the type of dude he turned into, man. I'm telling you, <coughs> he, he, he just turned into like, I don't, man. He he lived all his morals and everything. He checked them off in Iowa and came to Kansas and just turned into this whole different person, man. Wow, man. Okay, <laughs> okay. Did you, did you guys ever go to like frat parties and stuff at college? Appreciate it. I, I'm in a frat. Yeah, 
Okay, so <laughs> you know we we used to have I mean or dorm parties. So we would have dorm parties, and you had, your admission to get in was you had to bring a bottle of something. Right. It could be a can, it could be beer. They they would call them Wapatui parties, and you get these big rubber trash cans, and to get in you'd have to take whatever you brought and pour it in the can, right? Mm-hmm. So then when everybody was in the party, somebody would take one of those big oars and stir it. That was your beverage of the night. Oh. And I'm thinking, and people would drink this stuff, and I couldn't figure out later. You go out 2 in the morning, 3 in the morning, you see dudes hugging trees or wow. standing with their hands against trees, and all you mix beer and liquor like that. You're, you are Dude, begging for problems, man. We didn't have any brain cells in high school and college, Bro, man. No, I hear no, you, nobody, man. Nobody had brain cells, man. Well, you guys I know just, what I did after the after the Super Bowl, right, on the set on, on NBC. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, what? All right, so so the day before, Amy Fadul and I, this is before Super Bowl 52, where we sit, sat next to each other at NBC Sports Philadelphia. Gunner, you were right You were right next, you were right in front of me anyway. So Amy and I, sit, you sit next to each other. Barrett, you were right, right there too. So – I said, Aim, here's the deal. We got to do something special in, in case they win. And she said, all right. So she says, I'll wear my prom dress. And I said, all right, you wear your prom dress. I said, I'm going to bring something in. She's like, what do you think? And I'm like, I'm going to bring in some Mad Dog 2020. Old school. What? And Amy's like, what? I said, yeah, that's what I'm doing. I said, I got to get permission from the, from the suits to see if we can drink it. But if they win, I'll bring it. We're going to figure something out. So Amy brings in champagne. I brought in two bottles of Mad Dog 2020. Two I brought bricks. in orange oh. Jubilee and whatever, oh. whatever the strawberry, you know, whatever. Oh. So, yeah. So we, I said to, uh, I said to, to our one boss, I said, look, if they win, we're going to, we're going we're gonna to tip a few here. She's like, as long as you don't get, you know, hammered, go for it. <laughs> So I had those bad boys ready. And when the Eagles won, we drank me, a- a- Amy, and Danny Pommels drank on the set champagne and Mad Dog 2020. Man, we went really? old school. Yeah, I, 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 I'll I'll send you guys the picture. We can see if we can bring it up. I have it somewhere, bro. I did can't you, believe she let you do it, man. Did, really I, I couldn't believe it either, but she did. Yeah. Did uh, Did you have a buzz for the rest of the show? No, I didn't drink enough. I didn't get crazy. Oh, I, okay. I I right. I kept my word that I wouldn't. I I had. I had a few, but I, I was good. I bro, was good. You can't yeah. tell me that, bro. You can't tell me that, man. You know you can't. She never told me that. She never told me that, man. Yeah, Boss that was, never told me that. It was it was a it was quite a night, man. And, and then we had to do a show. So we did, we came on first, and then you guys came on with the post game show. Then yep. we came on after that. So yeah, we were on yeah. at like three four a.m. Man, it was a long. And we did five hour pregame show too, so it was it was a long fun day, man. That's for sure. so you know you know Coach Marcus is, is is Marcus Thomas, you know. Yeah, Marcus former former Eagle. Yeah, so yeah. you know he's an alpha. I'm I'm a Q. So he's he, you know he's texting me. You know he, he, we had this stuff called Purple Pass. We used to call it oil. So oil, um, oil, oil. You take you take oil. all the liquors. Oil. You, oh. Yeah, we call it, that's what we called it. You know we have frat party and when we have a frat party, you talk about frat party. I was in charge of making the oil, so I take everything: Everclear, rum, vodka, you name it. I poured it all in one thing, right? And then I, uh, and then I poured like three bags of sugar in it, and a bunch of Kool Aid, purple <laughs> Kool Aid in it. Oh, and yeah, then I good. cut up a bunch of fruit and mixed it all up and put ice in it and let it sit for about a day. Okay, and I would serve it to the next day. So mix it up, man, bro. When I say that stuff, there we just call it oil, mega oil. Man, it I mean that's, everybody would drink it. It would, it would, it would, it's it's unbelievable. But put it like this: that stuff was so strong that you know some people drink it, some people couldn't. But it was a couple of girls was like, "Hey, um, 
I, what is what's in this? I said it's oil. This is what we just call it oil. So they didn't know. They start eating the fruit. I'm saying no, 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 no. Don't eat the fruit. Oh, don't eat goodness. the fruit. And the fruit that... got saturated with that. Yeah. Liquid, oh God. <laughs> All right. So you could you guys see that? That's my that's my orange jubilee. Look at you. <laughs> Look at you. And Amy's got her prom dress on. So I, I'm not lying. Yeah. Wow, it, it, hey, that look, was quite a night, man. See, I don't, I don't, I don't drink anymore. I'm, I'm not a drinker because you know right. I figure I just, I just don't enjoy. It. But yeah. the last time I, I ever had, had I, one I of those, you know, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know you will. The last time I had one of those, I don't ever want to do this again. Moments was the night before my wedding. You know, my oh, dad no. came in, and you know, with my, my, in, some of my in laws, we decided to go out and have a few shots, right? And I don't know why, but I was hugging the toilet all night. You know, and my, and my wife, you know, she doesn't drink anything. The woman's never drink anything, mm-hmm. you know, so I never told She's her about saint, it. man. She yeah. has to be a saint to live with you, bro. D-Gun well, doesn't drink. You know, D-Gun's stupid enough when he's when he's normal. So yes. D-Gun don't need to drink. Yes. So so I, I never told her about it. I kept it a secret until oh, no. my brother comes for my oldest daughter's wedding, and we're just talking, and, you know, we, and we just start reminiscing about my dad, and then my brother shoots out. Uh, yeah, Dad, tell me about when you got drunk the night before your wedding. I said, oh, gee. Oh, he's, he's always doing stuff yeah, to you, to yeah, your brother. Yeah. Man. And, and, and I said, uh, my wife turns around like, you know E.F. Hutton? Oh, he, no. She goes, what? Oh, God. You got drunk the night before we got married? I said, oh, uh, you know, you know, D-Gun, he is never at a loss for words, right? You, yeah. <laughs> I just did one of these. I, I said, uh, uh, well, see. Humana, 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 humana. Well, see, so. Yeah. I uh uh well uh really really you did this the night before I went uh well I you know, like and I'm looking at my brother like you may not live to see tonight you know? <laughs> but you know what Rob this is one of the few times he didn't do it on purpose he just, just always still, he assumed yeah. that I had told her through right. the years right. but I never did but I told him gotcha. I still it's still one of the many reasons why I'm gonna end his life early for him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you oh, could yeah. catch your brother, man. You could catch him, no doubt. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's do this. So, the couple things we're going to hit. We, by the way, we have Sterling Sharp is going to join us today. I, Sterling Sharp would have been a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yep. In the NFL uh, for yep. Pro Football Hall of Fame, without question, had he not gotten hurt. Had, no question. Been, without he's in the College Football Hall of Fame. And Barrett, uh, I know you are tight with him, and he actually helped you out big time early on in your no career. question. Yep. But he's gonna be joining us too. I can't wait to talk to him. Man. Well, more than that, more than that, Sterling, him and um, Jerry Rice came at the same time. And if you compare their career, career year for year, he was beating them out in every category, year for year. Hmm. You know, what I'm saying if it hadn't been for his neck injury, who knows? He might have been labeled the best player to ever play the game. Also, yeah, Sterling Sharp was a beast. He was yeah, a combo yeah. of size, speed, yes. strength, great hands. I, I mean, we we go on and on and on, man. Pretty, and the reason amazing. the reason I the reason I wanted him on because he molded Brett Favre into who he was, and I want to kind of make the comparison with Brett Favre and Hertz. You know, see if he could talk talk us through that. So, yeah, absolutely, yeah. So we'll, we will he'll, he'll be joining us at two. We will uh, we'll dive into some Phillies. There's a Chris Sims from NBC Sports put a QB rankings list out. What do you hear where uh, where Jalen Hurts falls in that? Well, we're going to dig into that when we get back uh, a little bit. We'll continue with the Memorial Day stuff, too. I, I want to hit you guys. I have questions about grilling items, about shore towns, about backyard activities, and beverages, we, which we did. We'll, we'll, maybe we'll continue that as well. Some fun stories you guys want to share as well in the comment section. By the way, smash the like button. We are not There's not a whole lot of likes today. Let's go bam it. Let's hit it hard. 
when we get back, we will get that rolling. <laughs> Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports, YouTube Network. All right, let me tell you about my friends at Station Tap. Station Tap Catering in Drexel Hill. Handle your next business function with ease while you focus on securing a new opportunity for your company. 50 years of experience of food preparation. Station Tap will impress your guests, and they will be impressed. Trust me when I tell you that. Unbelievable food. Station Tap Catering provides delicious food for private events, corporate functions, individual packaged meals. You got graduations this time of year. You're not really sure how to handle it from a food perspective. They can cover you. Weddings, uh, <laughs> baptisms, christenings, everything. Everything across the board, they got you covered. That's for sure. Give them a call at 484-469-3222. That's 484-469-3222. Or online at stationtapcatering.com. That's stationtapcatering.com. on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on action. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Mommy Slam Dunk Champion. Really? <laughs> yes, really don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. So go to right, go to left. Fake a mom. Mama, go up, up, up. She did it. Again. You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh-huh. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Wishing you a great 
fun, relaxing, safe Memorial Day weekend. Back, Welcome back in everybody's sports take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. He is Barrett Brooks. He is Derek Gunn. I am Rob Ellis. We had a little fun in the first segment. We'll, I think this will be a lighter kind of show, so we'll be revisiting some of those uh, those topics and uh, bearing our soul, if you will, uh, some of the stuff that our, our shenanigans back in the day. We will keep that rolling as well. But I didn't know if you guys saw this or not. Um, Chris Sims of NBC Sports Network. Uh, who also does, I believe he, he works with Mike Florio as well on right, uh, right, right. DFT. Um, put out, he, he's, he's releasing his quarterback rankings. He hasn't given them all yet, but he's, he's working his way from, I think, 25 up. Okay. Uh, if that makes sense. So he's released his, the first <clears throat> chunk of this thing. And he has Jalen Hurts of the Eagles at 19 overall. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 25 overall. Excuse me. He has Jalen Hurts at 25 overall. Just to give you two names, two examples of names that are ahead of Jalen Hurts on his list. Justin Fields and Zach Wilson. Both were rookies last year. What? One for the Bears, one for the Jets. He has them ahead of Jalen Hurts on his list. Now, he took a lot of heat last year for where he had it. He had a, I think he had him ranked 30th, Jalen Hurts. And he actually came on John Clark's podcast, Takeoff, I think it's called, and admitted that he was wrong. But... Not a whole lot's changed here. He has him at 25, and to have Wilson and Fields over him, I find laughable personally. What the heck did what has Zach Wilson done? What has Zach Wilson shown you? I don't even know if he's a legit NFL starting quarterback. Yeah, I don't either. I don't now, know if either now one. Granted, is. Now, granted, he's stuck in a bad situation right now because that team has a lot to do. So this um, is this is his criteria, Derek. It's not an all-time rank. It's not about career potential. It's not about how good a QB's team is. Like to me, if it's not about potential, if it's not about their team, I, I, how are those two guys ahead of him? Like, how is that possibly even? A well, I, I would say with Justin Fields, Justin Fields has an arm like a candidate that he can throw at a country mile. Uh, Justin Fields can scramble, but Justin Fields also made a lot of mistakes. But again, Look at where Justin Fields was staying. And you look at the instability of what goes on there in Chicago. Um, But I can't sit here and say that he's a better overall quarterback than Jalen Hurts uh, right now. Zach Wilson, I'm not feeling that. I I don't get that at all, man. To me, and I know Chris puts a lot of time and effort into his things before he puts them out there in the public. But, man, he needs to reevaluate this one. If he has – if he has Zach, where does he have Zach Wilson on the list? I, I just know he's ahead. I know he's ahead. He's also got Daniel Jones ahead of him. Of who? Ahead of who? Ahead of Jalen Hurts. What? Yes. Oh, so you got three. That's, you got to trash that list. And he's not usually just a hot take guy. He's not a right. Bay list. And right. I know what you're saying, Derek. He, I don't. I think he does think about it and whatever. I know the guy watches a lot of tape and all that. This is a joke. Yeah. I mean, honestly. And look, I don't. Let me. I, I am not just like some Eagles honk that's going to tell you, hey, Jalen Hurts is number one. He's ahead of everybody. I'm not telling you that. But ahead of some of these guys, is like I went through it, and I have him at 19. That's where okay. I had him. Okay. okay. And, and I'll give you my logic, and, and Barrett and, and Derek, tell me tell me if you disagree with these. I, I simply did it by just looking at, at the teams in the league, okay, and it's a it's process of elimination. Like, I'll, I'll put it this way. I'll, I'll start in the AFC East. I have, I have Buffalo ahead of him, obviously, with Josh Allen, right? Yep. Mac Jones, I think it's debatable, but you you could argue that one because we just don't know right now. Okay, so there's two. 
Uh, Burrow, without question, three. Uh, Deshaun Watson, remember, this is about what he's doing on the field. I'm not talking about what he does off the, what happened off the field. That's four. Lamar Jackson, five. Tannehill, I think I don't love him, but I'd still right now put him ahead of him. That's six. Matt right. Ryan, seven. Uh, I, I didn't put Trevor Lawrence ahead of him, so right now that's seven. Uh, everybody in the West, that gets you to 11. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, right. Not even, we don't have to debate that. Uh, right. Dak ahead of him puts him yep. at 12. Uh, Aaron Rodgers puts him at 13. Kirk Cousins, at least for right now, puts him at 14. Brady right. puts him at 15. Murray. Uh, who? Murray. Kyler Murray. Yeah. Murray. Murray puts him at 16. Uh, Stafford puts him at 17. Uh, Garoppolo, I'm going to go with just for the sake yep. of the argument. Uh, there's yeah. 18, and that's where I come in at 19, guys, which I don't think – look, there's maybe two there you could debate, but that's kind of where I had it. I don't disagree with you. I think that's about right. Um, you know, and when you and when you talk about guys, borderline guys, that you debated whether or not they were ahead of, of, of Jalen Hurst and Ryan Tannehills and people like that, it has to be based on overall experience and what they've been able to do. And so, rightfully so, they're ahead of those guys. Jalen Hurts is just dipping his toe into the water his second year. You know, he got he has so much room to grow, and hopefully, he ends up being arguably one of the top twelve or thirteen in the game. Um, you know, but Justin Fields and Zach Wilson. Yeah, yeah that's that's it right no, there. You know, what I'm no, saying? No, no, Daniel no. Jones too. Daniel, Daniel Jones. Jones. Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence. Come on, man. Seriously? Uh, and there lies my problem because, I mean, none of them quarterbacks even sniffed the playoffs. No. I mean, hell, no. Jalen took his team to the playoffs. Say what you want to say. I mean, yeah. he has more tools than, than than all those guys, you know, together. I mean, the only strength of arm, I mean, all right, you got some guys there with a cannon. You know, Lawrence has a cannon. Wow. Fields has a cannon. But Wilson – he doesn't have a cannon. Jones does not have a cannon. He's a better athlete than, than all those guys out there. I mean, Fields may be a little bit faster, but he doesn't have the functional uh, speed that Jalen Hurts has and power that he has. Um, pre-snap, none of, them quarter, none of them quarterbacks right there have a good pre-snap read right now. Jones doesn't. Lawrence doesn't. No, no. Fields doesn't. Wilson doesn't. Wilson, no. So, you know, that means to me that's just inaccurate on how he, you know, I mean, what, what are his criteria – which 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 puts him into that mindset. I mean, I need to know what his what, what the criteria were. That he that's what that's what, what I just gave you is is really all he, all he kind of laid out there. But that's to me, it doesn't apply. Like you're clearly basing Wilson and Fields on potential, not yeah. on what you saw last year by any right, stretch. Right. Now I'm looking at Zach Wilson's numbers. He played in 13 games. He only completed 55.6 percent of his passes. Nine touchdowns, 11 ints. I mean, really? You, yeah. And you, you're going to put him ahead of uh, of Jalen Hurts? Uh, I, I don't think so. No. 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 What mean, are Justin Fields' numbers? Well, I'll give I'll give him. So completion percentage: yeah. Hurts sixty one point three, Fields fifty eight point nine, Wilson fifty five point six. Yards per attempt: Hurts seven point two, Fields six point nine, Wilson six point one. Touchdowns: Hurts sixteen, Fields seven, Wilson nine. Interceptions: nine for Hurts, ten for Fields, eleven for Wilson. Rushing yards per carry. 5.6 for Hertz, 10 rushing touchdowns, 5.8 for Fields, two rushing touchdowns. Wilson, 6.4 yards per attempt, four rushing touchdowns. Virtually every category, Hertz <laughs> is ahead of him. Yeah, see, that, 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 I, yeah. We need to get Chris Sims on this show. We got to get him on the show. 
Yeah, and, and look, I, he's not a guy who hides, so we'll we'll take a no. run at him next week um, for sure. We'll see if we can get him on. But I just, I just, again, it's not outrageous. I had him at nineteen as opposed to twenty five. But some of the guys who he had ahead of him were, were what would put my antenna up. Yeah, come on, man. Well, well, look at this. You know, I mean, look at the stream. Deion Walker, Sims had Zach um, Zach Wilson as the number one quarterback coming out. Um, his, his his you know in his going into his rookie year, he was my fifth ranked quarterback. And uh, yeah, fifth ranked quarterback in that draft. Oh, to- yeah. to- so Tone gave us the list, guys. So he has Hurts at twenty five, Trevor Lawrence at twenty four, Fields at twenty three, Zach Wilson at twenty two, and da- Daniel Jones at twenty one. Oh no! Right, give me no. a freaking no. break! No, 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 no! Oh, God, yeah, you're right, Barrett. I think that's because he loved him so much coming out of college. I think you're well, right about that. He and, and I don't see why because when you look at when you look at his <laughs> game. He was not a drop back quarterback. When he made his boast, um, you know, as far as you know, chunk yardage was when he was out of the pocket. You had to move the pocket for him to be successful. Sitting in the pocket, he wasn't that accurate at all. I didn't think he was really a top quarterback in the draft that year that he came out. I don't know what the Jets saw in him to make him fall in love. And you see they're paying for that right now. Yep. They're definitely paying for that right now. Yeah, like I think most of these, I I don't put Jones in this category, but like you know the Wilsons in the field, I I think you have to give him a chance and see what happens when with better people around them. But I think the same applies to Jalen Hurts. Like he certainly had the best offensive line of that group, but the weapons weren't there for him other yeah, than right. Devontae. Yeah. So, and you look at the weapons that Daniel Jones had to throw to, and a lot of times can hit. I mean, he had a plus. The offensive line was a mess, and I guess you have to attribute X amount of it to coaching. Um, because Daniel Jones saw too many ghosts. He would stand back there and hold the ball. But when you look at the three or four receivers deep that he had to throw to, and they weren't in more of a rhythmic offense where you get the ball out of your hand quick, you know, and maybe, you know, his best year was his rookie year, 24 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. You know, the next year, 11 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. And then last year he played in 11 games, 10 touchdowns, seven interceptions. His completion percentage has been – between 62 and 64% every year, but still, it, I mean, you serious. Yeah. It, it, I, I, yeah. I'm with you. Uh, I'm with no, you. No. I, I found the whole thing kind of humorous. So we'll, 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 we'll certainly debate that, try and get them on. Like, and I get where some people are saying like Trevor Lawrence is so talented. No doubt. Like no question. I actually still, ha- I even had him ahead of him because I think he's going to be that good. He was in an untenable situation last year with an awful coach with yep. a bad team. And yep. yet all that, I think all that plays into it and all that comes in, you know, you take all that into account. I'll ask you guys this just in regards to, to Jalen Hurts. Tell me, Barrett, I'll start with you on this. What aspect did you see him get better at, markedly improve at last year? From from the from, first from his year? Rookie, yeah, from his first. I know he only started four games or whatever it was. But what did you see him improve on, as even as the season went on? You could just say from week two to week 12, he got so much better at this. Uh, with me, when, you know, he really got better at, at taking command of the, of, the, of the offense, taking command of the huddle, you know what I'm saying, being a leader. You know, you know him, when he started those four games, he took hold and, and really optimized what he was as a quarterback, you know, to fit what they were trying to do for him. You know what I mean? They really didn't have an offense offense that he could run that, he, you know, really suited his skill set. It wasn't until this year that he – I mean, last year that he really got – acclimated to the NFL and becoming, you know, the, the guy that was, um, you know, that we saw, you know, towards the end of, of last year. But when he first took the reins at the quarterback position, watch how guys latched on to him. 
I mean, of course, you know, he didn't have the, the you know, the pre-snap reads down and things of that nature. You know, I mean, he's only four games into his, his um, rookie year. But it's just his command and how he approached the game. Um, given opportunity, I thought his deep ball was a lot better his, fir- his first year than it was last year. He threw a nice deep ball his first year. Um, he's got to get back on that. But, you know, he just, to me, he became the leader of that team, and he was ready to take take the reins from that point on. How about you, Dirk? I think he grew as a leader, but I don't think he grew as much as I was hoping he would grow in terms of a technical quarterback. Uh, I still thought that he made way too many mistakes with the ball. Um, I, I thought at times he took off and ran too much. And again, I'm not going to browbeat him because his first year that he played four games in, he played under Doug Peterson. The yep. next year, he's playing under a completely different system in Nick Sirianni. So his head is still swimming somewhat in terms of understanding what Nick wants him to do, where to go with the ball, and things like that. Uh, Jalen, even as the season wore on, um, I thought he made way too many mistakes with the football. Overthrowing receivers, underthrowing receivers, throwing interceptions. I mean, you know, you look at look at week in, in November, he goes no touchdowns and three interceptions against a team like the Giants. The Giants were not a good foot, not a good defensive football team, you know. But he threw in his last four games, he threw four picks. Um, he had nine total for the season, but his completion percentage would go up seventy six percent one game against Washington. 55, 58% the next game against the Giants, and then back up to 65% against Washington. There was never any consistency. I mean, even if he completed 45% of his passes against the Giants in the game he threw the three picks. And I'm looking at his numbers up and down the board. His first game out against Atlanta, he completes 77% of his passes. And then it goes 52, 64, 66, 59, 46, 52, 60, mid-60s, mid-60s, 50s. So there was never a level of consistency in terms of him leveling off and being a lot smoother in terms of his reads and his progressions. So I, I, thought, I thought his learning curve stagnated a bit, a bit more than I was hoping it would, making that transition from Doug Peterson to Nick Sirianni. All right, here's the question that I have for you, and I'll go Barrett again first and then Derek jump on this. So what should the expectation be for this year? A guy who completed 61.3%, threw for over 3,100 yards, 7.3 yards per per pass, 16 touchdowns, 9 interceptions, and an 87.2 passer rating. What should the expectation be for 2022? If he wants to keep his job, he needs right around well over 4,000 yards passing. He needs no less than 25 touchdowns. Um, you know, his passer rating has to go up at least three or four percent. And, you know, his rushing yardage probably has to stay around the same as what it was. Or go back a little. Yeah, or, or, yeah, or back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with 4,000 yards passing, you're gonna you're not gonna be running as much. So yeah, mm-hmm. you're gonna suffer a little bit from from the from running. Which but, who cares? Who cares? Yeah, was I mean, rushing mm-hmm. is, is is not really suffering because you're throwing the ball, you no, know, so, and preserving his body. And you're exactly. going through your progress. That means you're going through yeah. your progressions and not yep. tucking it after yep. the first guy isn't open, too. And still staying below um, seven interceptions. Wow, yeah. that's yeah. that's a low number. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. that's low. There are many quarterbacks outside of Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers who stay below seven interceptions a, a season. Yeah. He's I mean, trying to get a contract, man. You got to do what you got to do. Interesting. Interesting. No, I'm only saying that because quarterbacks who've been in the league like Matt Ryan and all these guys, been, 
they still throw 10, 11, 12 interceptions a year. You know, I, I would say, I'll say, I want to see Jalen Hurst throw no more than nine or 10 picks. I do want to see him throw for over 4,000 yards. I want to see him put up a minimum 25, 26 touchdown passes. I want his QB rating to be in, a, in, in the mid to high 90s, at the very least, mid to high 90s. And I want to see his rushing yards reduced significantly while his passing yards are going up. That's what I want to see because that's telling me he's learning his lesson in terms of how to go through your progressions, not getting too skittish and taking off too soon and running the football. And I think that makes him a better overall quarterback. Uh, they've had this entire offseason, Nick Seriali, Jalen Hurts, go through the playbooks, streamline it even more so. This, this is what your strengths are here. We're going to eliminate this. We'll put this on the back burner, maybe bring it out for a gadget play or something like that. Uh, but I want you to focus on this element of our playbooks. This is going to make you a much better quarterback in the National Football League. And I think if Nick Sirianni does with this playbook, what I hope he does, if Jalen Hurts is as committed as we've heard he is, I think the numbers will improve significantly. All right. Uh, yeah, for me, guys, I, I think everything you just laid out numbers-wise is dead on. Um, yeah. There's also just intangibles for me that, that I want to see. And what I mean by that is, you know, going through progressions, uh, not necessarily looking to tuck it after after the first guy isn't open and taking off. Just like right, little right. things like – like, not that he doesn't have presence. He, I think he totally has presence of the huddle and command of the huddle and all that. I think that's all there. But it's just things like that, just more of an understanding of what teams are trying to do to you schematically, yes. you yep. know, how they're trying to yes. fool you with different looks, at, you know, pre-snap and all those kind of things. Like, that's really where it's at for me um, with him this year. And and there's no reason to believe that he won't improve on all those things. And I, I think – I just think, too, he, there's going to be got to be such a comfort level with him being in the second year of an offense where, yeah, he, he hasn't had that opportunity since he was in high school – with his dad coaching him. So I, that's a big, big piece of this for me. Huge. Know, yep. You know, as the season goes, I, he has the opportunity too. I think to get off to a good start too, which should help his confidence as he, as he rolls in past the quarter mark, past that four game mark. It, and, it should be good for him. And see, as I'm looking at the quarterback's numbers from 2021, uh, I, I think my expectation of him when I said nine or 10 interceptions, um, you know, maybe a little too stringent on him. Tom Brady, Hall of Famer. He threw 12 interceptions last year. Justin Herbert, who we both agree is, is, is a kid on the rise, 15. Matthew Stafford, Super Bowl winning quarterback, 17. Patrick Mahomes, 13. Derek Carr, 14. Joe Burrow, 14. Josh Allen, 15. These are the top-tier quarterbacks in the National Football League last year. Then you get down to Aaron Rodgers, four. You know, Aaron Rodgers just doesn't turn the ball over, period. <laughs> right, right. Okay. But then, you know, you look at Kyler Murray, 10, Mac Jones, 13, Garoppolo, 13. So most of your frontline quarterbacks in the National Football League are throwing double digits and in interceptions. Wow, so, well, I didn't look at it that way. Yeah, right. I, see, I, I, wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't care. Yeah. Like, to me, if he has 12, I, I don't care. I mean, I don't think that's a big, a really high number. I'm fine no, it's not. That. No, when fine. you look at, look at these other numbers, no. These, yeah. are, these are Hall of Fame. Super Bowl winning quarterbacks and the future of the NFL, the Joe Burrows, the Josh Allens, they're throwing double digit INTs. You know, it, it, so uh, who am I to expect Jalen Hurts not to throw 10, 11, 12, 14 INTs? Long as that, long as that quarter, uh, that touchdown number far exceeds that interception number, mm -hmm. I'm all right with that. Amen.
Hey, wow, man, I'm I mean, good there. Not, not that you put it that way, you know. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. just. <laughs> I'm good there too. That's for right, sure. right, right. I mean, right. I, just see, I don't see him as a, as a turnover machine. That's, that's no, he's not. He's right. not. But but I also right. wanted to take some chances, Barrett. That he right, didn't necessarily right, take right, before right, right, especially right. with AJ Brown. Sometimes it's a tight window. He's not. He's he's not going to be. I don't think as open sometimes as Devontae Smith maybe with his route running. But you got to take a chance on that dude is going to be able to make the play if it's 50-50. I'll take my, yep. my chances with AJ Brown. All I day. agree. All right, right, so right. Uh, we'll we'll dig into that. We'll keep going with the uh, with the football talk. We'll mix in some Phillies as well, and we'll continue with our Memorial Day uh, questions. I'll ask you guys uh, favorite backyard activity when we get back. All right, favorite backyard activity. Uh, not grilling, okay? Not grilling. Just something else you like to do, <laughs> you know, sporting wise or whatever. We'll we'll get into that when we get back. That's for sure. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis, Sports Take, Jacob Sports. YouTube network. All right. You know, the challenges of finding somebody to trust with your finances. It can be a really scary proposition. And I will tell you, I, I had a, a tough time for a long time, but I found the right person from my own personal experience. I have somebody that you can trust with your finances. And his name is Jim Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y from Principal Financial Group. Whether it's retirement planning, 401k review, insurance review, if you have a small business and you're trying to set up your employee benefits. That's another resource that Jim can help you with. He helped me with everything. I'm telling you, I entrusted him with my IRA, my 401k rollover. I call him probably more than I should and ask him questions about my finances and, and investing and what I need to do. And he's always there to help. He'll be there for you as well. 610-996-4751. 610-996-4751. You can also email him at murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y dot Jim at principal.com. on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on that can Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Mommy Slam Dunk Champion. Really? 
<laughs> yes, really, don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. So go to right, I go to left. Fake a mom. Mama, go. Oh, mama! She did it. Again. You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh-huh. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Oh, yeah. Welcome back in, everybody. Happy, happy Memorial Day weekend. Hope you're doing well out there. Rob Ellis, Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks. We are Sports Take. Smash that like button. Tell a friend. That's for sure. Jacob Sports YouTube Network, 2 o'clock. Sterling Sharp is going to be joining us. Kicking around a lot of different things in the first hour. All right, so I, I promised to break uh, that we would discuss the uh, the favorite backyard activity on a, on a nice day, unlike the kind of weather that we're getting here in the Philadelphia area. So I'll start with you, Barrett. Favorite backyard activity. Taking the first backyard activity is taking the mute button off. Yeah, there you go. Uh, mostly, I would go with swimming. Okay, probably you know swimming more so than anything. And and while I'm back there, I probably work on some stuff too. You know, like uh, maybe mm. uh, you know, fix a, a plank on my um. Barrett's <laughs> always uh, working, yeah. man. Yeah, you, so you know, dude, just chill. You're chilling, man. You don't have to. You don't have to I, I try, man. I try, man. But it's just it's really tough. It's you can't really sit tough. still. All right. I, I can relate. How about you, uh, Derek? Uh, you know, I like working around in the yard, um, you know, I'm pulling weeds, stuff like that, putting mulch down. I still got like, I put down like 30, 35 bags of mulch every year, every spring. And I always underbuy. I usually say, okay, I need 25. I put, I put 25 down around the front. And now I look at it and I said, man, I don't have enough. So I went back and got like 10 or 12 more. And then we have, we've had so much rain the last couple of times, uh, a couple of weeks. And every time I decide I'm going out, it's going to rain. So I've still got seven, eight bags sitting on a pallet in my garage. So hopefully this weekend I can get them out. But I like working out in the yard a little bit. Um, it's, it's therapeutic. I used to love cutting my own grass. You know, I had a nice big push mower. I used yeah. to love getting out there, working up a sweat, um, you know, losing some of that water weight, which I, which I, I can afford to lose. You know, I can afford to lose some of that water weight. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I don't. Yeah. Barrett, Barrett's fixing planks. You're pulling weeds. I'm playing wiffle ball. I want to play wiffle ball <laughs> in the backyard. I'm just, I, I just, I just man. enjoy working out in the yard, man. You know, my my daughter has a garden set up. You know, they have these uh, big garden beds set up. So you know, out there working the gardens and stuff like that. And oh, I, I'm having. Yeah, I'm, I'm playing cornhole. Like I'm playing wiffle ball. I I got a beer in my hand. That's what I'm doing. I I don't want to do any work. I'm always. I love cornhole. Every I year I say I'm going to buy a cornhole set, and I've never bought one yet. You know, I know a lot of people, they make their own. I said, I got to buy one of those things and just to have. Yeah. Uh, I would make it. Cornhole's uh, great on the beach. I would make it. Yeah, yeah Barrett could make it. Barrett could make it in two seconds. But I, I, I would play on the beach. I, I would play in the yard. I love cornhole, man. Cornhole's a blast. You know, yeah, I, I, like, I like spike ball on, on the beach, too. You know what I did, though, play man? Spike ball. Yeah, it's fun. Me either. I um I made a a, a life size uh well a, a big size Jenga game. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean I my daughter said I, I need some more games, and I looked at it in Jenga, and I made the you know big Jenga pieces. You know, so it's oh, like yeah. 
<laughs> it, 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 I mean, it ended up being uh, it ended up being pretty fun, man. You know, man, that's awesome. Life size Jenga. I mean, well, I see tall is a big Jenga. All together, it's probably probably about five foot tall. Yeah. Wow! Whoa, that's yeah. pretty tall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we got, well, we got I mean, a Jenga game with the big pieces, but nothing like that. Well, it, it is not like the the legs on the table. I built a little table for it. legs on the table only. It's probably about two and a half feet tall, and then the rest is Jenga. The Jenga board, it's, I mean, the Jenga pieces themselves probably stack uh, about three foot, three foot tall. Wow! You know, okay, all together. That's cool. Do you play? Uh, yeah, Do you so- play it or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just, I just, I did it, and then you know, cut, just cut them off, sanding them down, put some teak, um, teak oil on it, so they slide better. You know, I mean, it ended up yeah, being yeah. funner than I thought it was gonna be. So they, I mean, they enjoyed it. They really enjoyed it. It was cheap too. I just bought some two by fours, cut them and sanded them down, man. That's awesome, man. I, I, <laughs> Dude, I think man. Yeah, he he amazes me, man. How, how skilled he is. I'm serious. I am not. Bro, it's kidding. called not paying for something. I man. hear That's you, dude, is, but you got to be skilled to be able to do that. I, I'm not <laughs> kidding you, man. That that is awesome. That is awesome. All right, so you want to keep sending us your uh, what you'd like to do uh, for sure? Just just hit us up in the comment section. We will uh, we will continue that. I, I want to just just put a cap on the uh, on the hurts thing. So I, I, a couple of things I want to ask you guys. I asked you what the expectations were, et cetera. You know, it's a second year in the system. I have pretty high expectations in terms of like, I, I think it's going to be good to have some clarity. Like he's got more weaponry. He's got, he's in the second year of the system. It, naturally there's a jump from year one to year two. Like if, to me, if this looks similar to last year, then you have your answer. It's pretty simple. I think we're right now, we're in a weird area with this. Like there's, there's always going to be a polarization of quarterbacks. It's some people think he's great. Some people think he stinks, but, and there's very little in the middle. I'm in the middle. I, I, and I'm not trying to just sit on the fence. I'm just very much in a, Hey, you know, let's see it. Let, let's just prove it to me this year. And if you prove it great, I, you know, move on. And he's the guy, give him the big contract. He can use those two first round picks on, on corner safety, whatever. I mean, I think the Eagles are in a really good spot here. And if he can't play, then you, then you can address it that way. Well, that's it. That's it right there. You know, at least you're going to figure out um, if he's worth the salt. I mean, I, I think he is just because, you know, I've seen the progression in his career, you know, since since I really started following him back when he first got to um, to Alabama. I mean, he became a starter as a freshman at Alabama. Yeah, not easy. You know, you know he of course, yeah, he got dethroned by Tua, who actually was pretty good also. But then you turn back around and you know, he goes to Oklahoma and and becomes a you know a, a, a what was it four thousand yard passer oh, there crazy numbers passer. yeah crazy yeah. numbers yeah. then you know gets to the NFL finally beats out a guy that should have been should have been benched uh, after week nine or ten but they wait until week week twelve and then he plays and 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 he probably should have won two two or three games. You know when he when he did uh start, you know he, like he should have won the last game if they'd have kept him in. Mm-hmm. He'd have won the last game against you know, uh, was it Washington? Uh, uh Giants. The Giants. Oh, no, no, it was it, Washington. It was, it was Washington, Washington. The Giants got angry because yeah, they, they were pissed they, off about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Joe Judge went went bananas. Yeah. So you know he 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 should have won that game. He beat the number one defense, uh, that same year. Um, you know in the Saints. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and at, at that time they were, you know, an up and coming uh, playoff team then, you know, so he's gotten better every single year. He's gotten better throughout the season. Every time he's had, you know, had the opportunity to be there and be out there playing last year, he did the same thing. So, I mean, 
my expectations are high for him just because I know his expectations are even higher than what I'm giving him. Right. How about you, Derek? I'm going to sit back and wait and see kind of person. I love to, I love how people get on social media and are emphatic about what he is or what he isn't, mm-hmm. you know, but for me, I can't, I'm not going to sit here and try to project it because whatever I project is not going to happen. You know, every season's different. Um, and, and now other teams have more films on them. So they're going to, you know, try to defend them different. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to sit back and wait and see how he responds to the challenge. You know, he's smart enough to know what's at stake. He's smart enough to understand there are a lot of doubters out there uh, about him. Um, and so it's on him now. It's on him to take this by the reins and to prove a lot of people wrong. And I want to make sure I'm not on the wrong side. I'm not on the side that's just going to you rah rah and say, I believe he's going to do this and he's going to do that. I'm going to sit here and wait and see. And I'm not going to prejudge in preseason, in training camp, because a lot of times those are false advertisements. Um, I want to see when the bullets fly for real just how much he has improved. And I think even though they're playing Detroit, you'll be able to, imp- you'll, you'll, you'll see improvement in terms of how he just conducts his overall business when he steps to the line of scrimmage, when he steps back in a, pa- in, in a pocket to pass, um, his accuracy level, uh, his ability to go through progressions, so on and so forth. So I, I'm not going to chastise him. I can't applaud him yet because I'm still not sure that he is the guy, but I'm going to give him every chance possible from my perspective uh, to prove that he is worthy to be one of 32 in the league to do what he does. No, I think that's fair. I I think it's a fair spot. And I think the Eagles have done a smart job ensuring and insulating themselves if it doesn't work out. And that's, I think they made a move early or, or tried to make moves early in the year, like swing for the fence kind of things with Russell Wilson Look, it takes two to tango. They, those guys clearly weren't interested. That's fine. But it wasn't like you, your fallback policy was just some stiff. You know, your, your fallback policy was very much, hey, let's see what he's got. You know, and if he can play, yeah, great. If he can't, then, you know, and the other thing is not only is it going to be an improved draft, you never know what happens year to year. There may be quarterbacks who won out yep. from their teams. And when you're loaded with two first-round picks like they are, they're the, that's the kind of move that you can make. So I, I think it's uh it was very smart GMing, and it has been a good offseason in general for Howie. But I think the other part was to to, to trade that one and, and move back a little bit and 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 ensure yourself you have two next year. I think it was a really really good move by the organization. All right, so that aside, you know from the uh, from the Hertz situation, I'll ask you guys about Devontae Smith, who got almost a thousand yards, uh, had a ton of catches last year, all things considered. Uh, that you know the, the the offense wasn't exactly geared towards throwing, but AJ Brown is coming in, which means his numbers in terms of catches volume may not be as high. What do you expect out of him? And this is not just a numbers question, guys. Just just generally, what do you expect to see from him, Derek? You go first. Um, I said last week I think his numbers may suffer a little bit with the addition of AJ Brown. If 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 Nick Sirianni truly wants to keep an offense off balance, then the best way to do that is to spread the wealth. We know that Nick likes to throw the ball to the back side of the backfield. We know that he's going to throw the ball to his guy he brought in, Pascal. You're going to throw the ball to A.J. Brown. You don't make a trade like that and not give A.J. Brown his touches. 
Now, Devontae Smith will still get his his looks, but I don't think his numbers I, – I think easily he has a potential to be a 1,000-yard receiver year in and year out. No question about it. But I just think with the way that Sirianni likes to run this offense and spread as well, I just think at this stage uh, Devontae may take a step back. He, he It may be tough for him to get 900 yards receiving this year because of that. Yeah, and, that, and that's the tough thing, Barrett. Like, there's certainly going to be more attention to the other receiver, which helps him, right? <coughs> but that other receiver is going to get a lot more action than Jalen Rager, you know, or fill in the blank, Quez, or wh- whomever else w- was out there for the Eagles. So it is weird. You can't, I don't think you can necessarily just look at Devontae Smith's numbers at the end of the year this year to judge him. Well, yeah, I mean, this is. You make the most improvements usually after your first year going into your second year, though. So my expectations of him are going to be pretty high. It's just, you know, simply because I saw what his you know, he was capable of last year. I mean, I saw he he had just under um, a, a thousand yards receiving, right. and they didn't even target him. Um, I think the op- the offense will open up because they're more likely to throw the ball more with Jalen because they have the weapons now. You know, it it was a joke. You know, with with you know, Smith being our number one and, and Jalen Rager being our number two. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was actually just number one playing with, you know, two threes or two fours, you know. So, I mean, it's going to be a totally different offense. Um, Jalen's going to be more comfortable throwing the ball around. AJ's going to get his touches <coughs> because he's going to demand the ball. He's going to demand that type of um, – he's going to demand that type of um, – you know, offense that gets him the ball. You know, he's that dynamic of a receiver. His run after the catch is going to be bananas. So it's going to open up for everybody else. You know, Goddard will become a major target because, you know, you know, they're looking to keep the ball out of those wide receivers' hands, and then they'll turn around, you know, they'll be flip-flopping back and forth. All right, who are you going to stop now? Who are you going to stop now? You know, it's going to go back and forth. So it's just going to be a, 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 <coughs> a, an open type of offense that, you know, it may be one week that Jalen – you know, we'll throw the ball to Smith and Smith might get 11 touches for 120, 130 yards. And then AJ only have, you know, maybe 40 or 50 yards because they double team and triple team him. And then you might, you know, they might do the same thing. Are they keep the coverage on the outside? And now Goddard gets that those 12 catches for 150 yards and they just leave the outside receivers, you know, um, bracketed. You know what I mean? It it really depends on how defenses are going to try to stop them. And that's where you're going to get, you know, the major portion of your um, of your yardage because of the mere fact that, you know, defense is going to stop and try to stop one facet of the offense. And I think early, guys, I, I would guess the teams are going to want to take the runaway. And Absolutely. say, all right, yep. beat me yep. in the air. That's what Tampa did. Tampa was basically in the playoff game saying, all right, hey, Jalen, go ahead, beat us with your arm. And, you know, we saw how that played out. So that's going to be the challenge early for Jalen yes. in the offense is – Okay, if they're if they're loading the box up to take the runaway, you know, let's see what you have. I mean, we're going to find out pretty quick, I think, how dynamic this passing offense is. I see the potential of it. Mm-hmm. You can definitely see the potential of it. I just don't know. Um, it's really going to be on Jalen Hurts and his pre-snap read. I'm not worried about the strength of his arm or how far he can throw the ball. You know, I mean, he has adequate um, uh, arm strength. You know what I'm saying? It's not like you know. Like people think that you know Tom Brady has a strong arm. No, he doesn't have a strong arm. He has an accurate arm. Mm-hmm. So I just really want to see what type of arm Hurts really has, and um, you know what 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 you know what house. You know I think he 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 went to house 
at uh, Tom, Tom House. Yeah, yeah, Tom House, the the pitching quarterback guru now. Yeah, California and, guy. Yep. Yeah, so you know he's more of a drop back quarterback type of um, uh, coach as opposed to a move the pocket type of coach. So hopefully he gets those pre snap reads, understands what he's looking for. I mean, the pre snap reads is not hard. I mean, it's it's simple. You know, you look out there, you look at. You look at you. All right, look at what, 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 what Brady had. He saw that our corners were playing ten yards off, so he just threw a little eight yard route. Yep. Damn, that's a pre snap yep. read. Yep, that's eight yards that you know that they just was just like you know taking candy from a baby. Those are the type of reads I'm looking for. He'll get the same type of looks against Tampa Bay if they play Tampa Bay. They'll be playing cover three. Cover three, they play the corners back pretty far back, eight to nine yards. So that means that's an easy. Six or seven yards if he just gets the pre-snap read, and I think he'll get that. He see he saw what Brady saw, what how Brady handled it from across the way. I think he can go do the same thing. Yeah, I think he's. It's yeah. all about it's about that Barrett for sure. The pre-snap reads and and just your your mid-range game. Like I actually didn't. I thought he threw a pretty decent deep ball. Um, there were a couple where he underthrew, but that's any quarterback. <clears> but I, I it's it's a matter of that, that what I talked about earlier, con- trusting yourself and your receiver enough to throw him open, maybe excuse me, or if it's a 50-50 ball or whatever, but it's a lot of the middle stuff that, that I thought he struggled with last year. You know, the, the intermediary stuff where he's the quick hits and whatever, I think he's going to be fine with all that, but that's what he's got to prove. And that's what defense is. Look, everything we're talking about, the, these coordinators, man, they, they live and breathe it. So they're going to do everything they can to force him into, into uncomfortable throws that he, that he doesn't, that, that was an issue. But you know, I know him, knowing him, that's all he's been doing this offseason is that kind of stuff. Ah, da, da. He's putting that kind mm-hmm. of work mm-hmm. Absolutely right, man. And and that's that's why I'm I'm banking on him going out and really having uh, um, a very productive year because he's going to do and exhaust every single avenue to try to make himself the best player he can be. Yep, I you agree. know what I'm saying. And as he gets better, he's going to try yep. to exhaust. You know, getting you know even even better than he was the year before. He's going to put in the work. Mm-hmm. You know, just like what Big Red said. Big Red said he wants to be successful. <clears throat> he wants to be a good quarterback. Yeah, and I, yeah. I think, you know, we're uh, – I'm not even comparing necessarily their skill set, um, but we're lucky in, in Philadelphia. There's two young guys in Jalen Hurts and Tyrese Maxey who are who are just gym rats, man, who are nonstop yes. workers. Yep. Like, yep. Yep. Maxey has been – their season's been over for, what, two, three weeks, whatever it's been. He's been on a mission since the season ended. He's in the gym every single day working on things. And it's no wonder he took such a leap from year one to year two. And he's going to, I think he's going to be that much better. That's why I'm not looking to put him in any kind of trade, not to jump around here sports wise. But my comparison is, you know, with Jalen Hurts, he's a guy, like all the shortcomings we're talking about, he knows. Like he knows. There's, there's no stubbornness to a fault like you had with Carson Wentz or you yep. have with some other athletes. Where Embiid. They, I mean, Embiid. not Embiid, but, um, but, um, uh, um, um, uh, ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. Yeah, yeah where, where there's where there's the the unwillingness, I guess, is the best way to put it, to work mm-hmm. on your 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 issues and your craft. And I just think that's a that's such an advantage <clears throat> you have with Jalen Hurts. And that's one of the things. And you're right, Andy talked about you know just the fact that the guy is going to work and he wants to get better and how big that is because not everybody is that way for sure. Right. You got the talent and that that could be a good combination. That's for sure. All right. So when we come back, guys. We'll we will continue. The next question I have for you is. Um, we went through backyard activities. We went through favorite beverage. We'll, we'll dig into the grilling. We're going to go right into wheelhouse here. 
And I want you to give me your top three grilling items since it is a big grilling weekend here. Oh, <laughs> man. Speaking yeah. of trades, man, my boy. Come on, Captain. Tifa what Tuna. What Captain Tony, he's kind of trading me in for a New Jersey fishing maniac. Oh, no. He's my dumped? guy, too. Come on. Yeah, there he's dumping me. That's because I've been working with you guys, and I can't get out fishing like I want to get oh, out that, fishing. Oh, that's hurtful. Oh, yeah, oh you got to sit here and talk sports. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I feel well, all I'm going to say is this. All I'm going to say is this. Tone, Captain Tony, I'm working with Amy today. Hi, Amy's working with me today. Wow, man. Okay. Hey, you know what, uh, Captain Tony? He seemed, you know, we were on the boat with him last weekend, and Captain Tony, a little wishy-washy, Barrett. He's your friend one week, turns <laughs> on you the next week. He says I'm his friend one day, and then he gets on the boat. You know, D-Gun, you my enemy now. Oh you know, man, Captain. <laughs> hey, I don't trust his. I don't trust wow. anybody. Captain the boat. I don't trust, him, especially if his name is Captain Tuna. <laughs> Or Tony, or whatever the heck his name is. I don't know if I can trust him, dude. I, oh, I don't man. know. Sh shots fired. Okay. All right. It's like that. All right. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I said it. D-Gun okay. said it. Interesting. Interesting. All right. So we'll, we'll react to that when we get back. Top three grilling items for you guys. Ooh. We will do that as well. Again, you want to fill up the comment section, smash that like button as well. We'll do that. And guess what? The Phillies won. The no wonder you're in a good mood today. One yesterday. Yes, I will. I am going to give a lot of. I'm going to give a lot of flowers out to the Phillies for the performance last night. We'll do that when we get back. Two o'clock. Do not want to miss this. Sterling Sharp is going to be joining us at two o'clock. Not only are we going to talk football with him and playing with Brett Favre and all that good mm -hmm. stuff, but he also is the one, Derek, who was responsible. One of the main people responsible for Barrett Brooks sitting with us today. So we get to hear the stories of the early days. I want to tell him how much I, I don't like him because he did that. He gave Barrett the notion that he could <laughs> exactly. be on TV. Exactly right. <laughs> yes, I hear you. So we'll do that when we get back as well. That'll be at 2 o'clock. Got all kinds of stuff in store for you the rest of the way. Don't go anywhere. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports, <clears throat> YouTube Network. All right, I need to tell you about Pro Action Restoration. Look, we're, we're in for some, some rough storms around here in the, in the Philadelphia area. And you know what that can cause? That can cause flooding in your crawl space, your basement, you know, just your house in general. And proaction restoration, whether it's your home, your business, uh, property that you own, if you have any kind of water or smoke or mold damage to your property, it can be brutal. And they can get there 24-7, whatever you need, anytime, any place. It happened with me, and they came out, and they helped me out right away, and they got me out of a really big jam at my parents' house. That's for sure. They cleaned it up. They were professional. And the price, most importantly, was very reasonable. Uh, and you know if you've gone through it, what a nightmare it can be. So the big part, too, is they're licensed. They're bonded. They're fully insured in case anything goes wrong. Serving the tri-state area for more than two decades. Pro-action will work in conjunction also with your insurance company. Again, whether it's water, fire, smoke damage, mold remediation, you name it, they can handle it. Give them a call, 610 623 3760-623-3760, or you could reach them at proactionrestoration.com.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Action News, we cherish every moment. And it's our profound responsibility to bring you closer to your world. Never miss a moment. Trust the people at Action News. In Philadelphia, we celebrated the miracle with pride only five years ago. And then the following morning, IBEW Local 98 members went back to work, building this city, rescuing our communities from decay, and inspiring the young men and women of the region to take pride in who we are. Like the cats, Local 98 members believe in hope. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities with Local 98, visit us, IBEW98.org. All right, did you know I was the Mommy Slam Dunk Champion? Really? <laughs> yes, really, don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. So go to right, go to left, fake a mom. Mama, go up, up, up. She did it. Again, you can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh huh. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. We're back, baby. Welcome in to Sports Thank you with us. Thank you. If you're just joining us, man, you missed it all. You missed a lot in, in the first hour and a half of the program. But you can always go back and watch anything. Again, 2 o'clock, we have Sterling Sharp. You can always go back and, and, and watch the podcast, listen to the podcast. I mean, just some of the guests uh, we've had of late. Lane Johnson, Andy Reid, Howie Roseman, uh, Merrill Reese, Hugh Douglas, Ray Dittinger. Brian Dawkins. This is just to name a few. Okay. Some pretty serious guests. And you can always go back and listen. And by the way, tell a friend, tell a friend, spread the word, and we will keep it rolling. That's for sure. All right, guys. So I'll give you my, my top. I, I, I'm going to give you my top five. I, I, I'm stretching this a little bit as far as the grill. And this is in no particular order because I do seriously love all of these. All right. As far as grilling goes, basics, hot dog. Hamburger, wings, ribs, and I like a pork. I could go for a pork chop on there mm. on the grill as well, which isn't mm. done quite as much. But when you do it, man, mm. it could be money. They, that's what I would go with for my top five in terms of just like meats. How about you, Derek? Where would you go? Wait, how often do you grill, Rob? Uh, probably not a time, two days a week. Oh, that much? Yeah, about about that. Oh, that's more that's more than me. Someday I'll go I'll go a couple of weeks sometimes without grilling. Oh, so you go two a week. That's pretty good. Give or take. It depends the time of year too. I don't do a lot in the winter or anything like that. Oh, see, oh, you one of these seasonal grillers? I am. I'm one of those softies. I don't want to. I walk out on the deck when it's cold. Yeah, yeah. There's the sleet. There's sleet hitting me in the neck. I can't do it. It's raining. 
I can't get rain on me. Oh, yeah, okay. this dude, oh. this dude, he'll he'll be smoking something or 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 grilling something. It doesn't matter. It could be two degrees outside. It's he true. Care. It's yeah, true. he's a maniac. He is unbelievable. It is, it is true. Yes. But but to answer your question, if I would go in chronological order, it would be baby back ribs first. Mm. Um, I love grilling whole wings, which I'm going to grill this weekend. I like to season them in um, Italian dressing. I soak them in Italian dressing. And then right when that grill is hot and they're ready to go on, I'll sprinkle a little Montreal steak seasoning and another little seasoning I can't share on them as well. And my fam- my family tear them up like piranhas, man. If I get two or three, I'm I'm lucky. How do you how long do you leave them in the in the Italian dressing before uh, you You know, sometimes I'll do it overnight, but there are many oh, that times. Long? Yeah, I'll just let it let it soak in. Let that Italian dressing soak in. Okay. Uh, there there are times though when I only let them soak for like a couple hours and then I'll okay. put them on the grill. Okay. You know. But I'll go to BJ's or Costco and get the pack of 30 wings. It's whole wings. The only problem is since COVID, they put limits on them now. You can only buy two packs or one pack per person. One. And it's crazy expensive. Well, you know what I do? Sometimes I go out and put in my car, go right back in the store, get another one. I do that. <laughs> you better believe it. You know. Get you kicked hey. out of Costco. Yeah. yeah. So let's see. Baby backs, uh, wings. Number three. Number three for me. Wow. See, I'm torn right now. So you, you, I don't see, wow. I don't see a lot of burgers with you. you, you uh, oh, yeah, we do a lot of burgers. Okay. We do okay. a lot of burgers, a lot of dogs for the kids and stuff. Yeah. Number three for me would be brats. I love brats. Mm. There's you know. the Wisconsin in you. Oh yeah, brother, I love brats. Okay. Number four would be a smoked salmon. I can, oh, I, I make a mean smoked salmon. My wife because, does a lot of salmon on the. Well, let me. You know what I'm gonna and I'm gonna share with everybody. I normally don't do this, but Rob, because I love you. Like like a stepbrother, I'm gonna give you a little secret. All when right. that's when you when you even even when you're grilling, if you're not smoking, and when you're grilling it, right before that salmon is done, take some apricot jelly, melt it in the microwave, make it like a butter, and brush it on the salmon. Okay, wow. and then it puts a glaze on that salmon. Man, let me tell you something, man. You can't beat it. See, I just gave you something. Thank you. Your wife is gonna say, you know what? She might love you here today. Uh-huh. You do that, she might elevate the love for you like up here. But that I could have a good weekend. You know what I do? I don't use the apricot. That's that's kind of new, man. But what I'll do is I'll take the honey and mm. I'll uh and I'll put um I'll put um um soy sauce in it. Yep. With a little bit of uh with a little bit of uh um just just a just a tiny bit of lemon. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and and mix it up and then put it on there. That puts it put it also puts a, a glaze on it. You know. Do you put it on there while the fish is still on the grill, or after you take it off the grill? When the fish is still on the grill. There you go. Just yeah. before, just before you take it there out. There you go. Okay. And I'll only leave it on. I'll only leave it on the grill for maybe five minutes because yep. you know when, when you look at the salmon steak, you can tell when it's almost done. You don't want to overcook it to where it's dry like salmon. Yeah, jerk. you'll see. You'll see a little white, the little white yeah. uh, yes. stuff coming up. Yeah, that's when you, you know, that's when you that's, get it out. That's when right, you yeah. want to get up. So. Yeah, so salmon would be number four, and the number five I'm torn between dogs and burgers. Okay, fair. Yeah. Look, can't go wrong. I mean, they're, no, they're both home no. runs. How, how about you, Bear? Uh, first, I'll go chicken wings first. Mm. Burgers second. Mm. Then I go. Uh, then I go baby back ribs. Mm. Then I go sausage. Mm. And then I'll go steaks. I do like a sausage on there too. I'm still. You know what? I do. Love I put a burger. Steak. I put. I do love a good steak. I, I put burger and, and 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 hot dogs on the same on the same, same category. Line. Yeah, I yeah. think yeah. I think they're they're interchangeable. Yeah. yeah, generally, if you're doing one, you're doing the other. For, for exactly, 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 exactly. See, my wife loves the my wife loves the kielbasa. Take kielbasa. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. You, you split it. You split it right down the middle, flatten it out, and put it on there. And she loves the beef sausage also. 
Mm-hmm. So I make those for me. That's the same thing. Yeah, I'm with you. To me, that's the same. Taste is a little different, but it's the same category. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, same category. You know, yep. But you can't go wrong. You can't sausage go wrong sandwich too. Oh, a little, little roll on that bad boy. Oh. Get it, man. Oh, what? Get it. Now, do you just eat it plain? Do you go mustard? Do you go ketchup? Some people jump all around with sausage. What, what are you? What are you going with it? You add I go mustard. I got to go mustard. Have no, you done No, see, I'm just plain. Mustard. I think mustard is sacrilegious. Um, <laughs> and I might put a little mayo on it also. Mustard is sacrilegious. Yeah, right. I mean mustard. You, you just hate mustard in general? You're not a mustard I'm guy? Not, I'm not a big mustard guy. I love I love relish. I love ketchup. Oh, I like mustard. Um, but a lot of times, you know, it's funny. A lot of times after everybody's eating, if I want something later, um, I'll just get a piece. I'll get a, 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 um, a brat or a hot dog, kielbasa beef sausage, put it on a bun. I like potato. By the way, I love potato buns more than anything else. Yeah, I, I do too. Potato bun. I'm a big fan. And I'll just sit there and eat it without anything on it. Man, I'll get some chips. I love I love red hot chips. I love hers or Utz red hot chips. Yes, yes. sir. Yes. Oh, yeah. Every time we used to go to the little, yes. that little restaurant over there by uh by the by the old job by your old job yeah you see what's the call yep. what's the place called again uh, right uh, chicken pizza um uh 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 it's a del the deli oh my goodness bro that's uh, all you tell me it's it's in packer park for people yeah. who don't the packer park section of south philly in the, in the shop yeah he also and, and make sure you get the red hot chips get the red hot like i'm starved by the way just an fyi i, I, I gotta have i gotta have him dude I right. have the red hot chips. So, all right, that's good. That's good. We'll keep it rolling. Yeah, well, a little later, we're going to get to. I know you guys aren't huge Jersey Shore guys, but we'll get to your favorite beach towns. It could be anywhere. Okay. It could be anywhere. Okay. You want to throw that out there. Okay. All right. I do have to give the Phillies a little love because I have, I've been in, you know, assault mode all week on them and, and rightfully so. But uh, I got to give, first of all, give it up to Nola. Nola was brilliant. Woo! Yeah, Nola was. Was, was dealing last night. Okay. Th- that was that was a big time performance when your team needed it. Like he stepped up. Okay. It, it was he had everything working. He had everything at his disposal. It's a shame he, he didn't quite get through it and finish it off with a complete game. I don't kill Girardi for that, by the way. I know people are all over him. I he's been Nola third, fourth time around hasn't been able to, to finish teams off. So I, no. I'm not killing Girardi on that. <clears throat> um, they end up winning the game. So it's the, like there's enough to, argue, to to get into with Girardi. This isn't one of for me at least. But I do have to give Nola love. Eight and a third, one run. How about ten strikeouts, no walks, yes. and 109 uh, uh, pitches. He was he was great. He was great. I mean, that's it. There, there's nothing else to really say. He man, was his, his, break, his breaking pitches were falling off the table, man. Yeah. His ball placement was right on point the entire game, man. The Braves couldn't basically couldn't touch him. Yeah. Uh, my biggest concern is when they went to the bullpen and they brought Canable in, and all of a sudden he gave up one run. I'm thinking, please don't let this be. I said, <laughs> right, the first thing I'm right. thinking is we're gonna have to call a mass unit for Rob. I can't deal with Rob on Friday. I, I was I was you legitimately know. like I'm watching the ninth. Like no no, don't do this to me again. Like here I we can't. Go. Yep, I here can't. Go. Go. Well, here's my other weird thought with that. So he brings Canable, and again, I don't have a problem with it. I I I, I understand pulling Noel, but now I'm getting into this. Well, does that mean he's not gonna use him tomorrow night? Is he not going to use them the night before? You know what I mean? Like with this ridiculous nonsense, the restrictions that Girardi puts on the, his relief pitchers, I'm thinking you're not going to have him in the Mets series for certain games. That you Rob, like, Rob, I we're know. not talking about that right now, Rob. <laughs> Rob, <laughs> see what I mean? This see, is where to go up the deep end. See how to I bring him back. I know. See? I know. It's me. It, it is. I'm a maniac. But that's. But that was a that was a really kind of effort that they needed badly last night. And Real Muto had had a home run. First one since May 3rd. 
By the way, that was the first win for NOLA since opening day. Isn't that something? Isn't I that mean, something? It's crazy. Yes. You know, and, and you know, pitching pretty good, you know, pretty well. I know. So I, don't I, know. I know. I look, I, I don't, I don't put that on him. I put it on the, he had a seven, one lead in the game and they blew it when he came out <laughs> in the eighth inning. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's a, uh, it was a good win for him. He, he had, um, <laughs> you know, he's got the most, he's tied for the most strikeouts in baseball. Yes. What? Oh yeah. Four strikeouts. Yeah. Yeah. He, and we're barely a, he, squeaking by. Oh, yeah. and, you know, but it just goes back to the shame of this is this was supposed to be an offensive team. They've gotten good starting pitching and and they're, the offense has just been all over the bullpen, obviously, has been an issue, but they've been all over the place. So Bailey Falter gets the start tonight. If you remember, guys, he made an emergency start in Colorado when the Phillies had some COVID issues. He actually pitched pretty well. So he's going to go tonight um, and then it's going to be Eflin Wheeler games two and three. So they play tonight tomorrow night and then uh and then sunday so that's that's uh weather they, permitting weather permitting yeah and yeah. they have the they have an opportunity to i mean you're playing the mets they, they've been bad against them all year they're three and six against them this year i think they're seven and a half back of the mets going into yeah. this game this is where you can this is where you can make some some hay here a little bit don't get too far <laughs> yeah, <ahead right>. yourself. <laughs> don't do it don't do it to yourself. I know. I know. I know. I want to come on Tuesday morning, Tuesday morning, and and oh. and, and 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 your top is blowing. You guys off. know me too well. I'm already. I'm <laughs> already thinking. It. I'm thinking like two out of three, and and, and they're knocking a game right. off the lead. There, there's a reason why the Mets have one of the best records in in baseball, um, and hopefully the Phillies. You know, we didn't think they could go out to LA and beat the Dodgers. They took three out of four from the Dodgers, and they yeah. could have made it a four game sweep. It could happen in New York this weekend, but Rob, don't do it, Rob. Do you not allow your I'm holiday there. festivities to be drowned by the Phillies' antics on the field. Am I not the perfect sucker for these mm-hmm. teams? Yes. Because yes. I am, I'm always, no matter what I watch, no matter what I keep getting pulled back in, I, I am just, uh, ugh. You know, I'm cons- worse than you are, though. I'm worse than you are because, I mean, I'm always the you know eternal optimist. I'm, I'm always thinking the glass is half full. Yeah, you're definitely more optimistic than me. Yeah, I, so, I, when I, I so I'm still thinking to myself, man, they – they got the offense, you know, as long as you got offense, you're never out of it, man. And that's the way I think. I don't care about the pitch. And I'm talking about the offense. You score a bunch of runs, then you're going to win, man. But anytime you score eight runs, you still lose. I'm pissed. I'm really pissed. So I get, a, I get a lot more mad than you, but I just, I just, I just tend to get, all right, I just left it alone. I just show it better. But yeah. see, I, see, I'm passionate about teams, but I've had to learn along the way. Oh, yeah. And when the game ends, you let it go, and here's why. And I think I told you this, guys, this. Long time ago, we were living in Pittsburgh, and my kids were little. Uh, I'm watching Green Bay play Kansas City on a Monday night. And Green Bay can do no right. Every time they got inside the 20, they throw an interception. They throw a fumble. They fumble the ball. And my head, I'm, my head's hurting so bad. I've had – that's probably the closest I've ever come to having a migraine headache. So, so my wife being my wife, she walked walks by and goes, "Who's winning?" I said, "I don't want to talk about it right now." She, goes, uh, <laughs> it's just it's just a game. I jumped up off the couch and pointed at her and said, "Don't you ever talk to me about football again?" <laughs> she stood there and laughed at me even more, so it made me even angrier. And at that point, I said, "I got to let this go. I'm not getting paid for this." So since then, I get frustrated at times, but when it's over. I've learned to let it go, Rob. So I like that. Now. That's very, 
very forward thinking of you, Derek. I can't I, though. I can't because I, I feel can't like either. it's my fault. I, like I, I really sometimes feel like I get this, <laughs> I get this like, you know, tightness and and my stomach starts churning. Like it's my fault they're losing. I'm like, what is going on? You know what I'm saying? Why am I doing this to myself? I get so mad, especially when the Eagles. See, see. I get so mad that man, I, I get a headache, bro. The Eagles affect affect yeah, me like no other team. I mean, it, it is. I, when they I, the game when they lost to Tampa Bay in the NFC Championship game like that that took days weeks months to get over like that was a wow. that was an wow. injury like that was a scar <laughs> and and look winning the Super Bowl helped but there is I'm still not over that completely I'm, I'm still wow. not right there you I mean, remember I was I was you mean Ronde you mean Ronde Barber still running down I-95 today with an interception you had to you, do that you had I'm to bring sorry, that I'll, name up. I'm sorry. I'll give you, I'll give you one other one. When I was a little, little kid, the Sixers had a three, one lead over the Celtics. This was 1981 and they coughed it up and lost. And I'm still not over that. That was 41 years ago. Okay. So there's two, uh, I'll get you. Speaking of this, Gunner, you you said you, your wife walked past and it was kind of just like, yeah, whatever. What's the score? With who she does it on purpose. Right. She tries to tweak, tweak my chain on purpose. Uh, so one thing my wife does, it drives me nuts. So, Let's say the Eagles do win, okay? Or whatever team you're rooting for wins. She'll be she doesn't watch much sports with me anyway. She knows I'm just out of my mind, so she doesn't. She's in the other room. But if she does watch, she feels sorry for the other team's players. Oh, why are they showing him? I feel so bad for him. And I'm like, are you yeah. serious? Yeah. Yeah. Why are they why are they showing the coach's face after a loss or that quarterback with his helmet off? I feel so bad for him. I'm like <laughs> How do we marry non-sports women? The Eagles won. It's good. What are we worried about? <coughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. what's, what are we doing? <laughs> See, my wife, my wife does that. She goes, but that's somebody's child. Oh. Yeah, well, you know what? They're playing for the other team. So what? I know. It's not like that in my household because, you know, Sanjay's sitting in the stands and and uh, and watch those games. You know, so it's really just who who whoever, whatever team I was on. That's the team she rooted for. But after I retired, could care less. Right. Could care less. I got wow. mad yesterday because I'm I'm trying to watch the games. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to watch the games. You know, I'm trying to see what Curry's gonna do. And just like I thought the Sixers were out of it. I'm like, yeah. Well, why you gotta watch? I mean, I, I talk sports for a living. Right. I gotta no, watch these the games. Way. You know what I'm saying? I gotta watch these games. You know what I mean? I mean But I try to do the like I have to watch it for my job thing. And yes, she, she yes. knows she knows better. I'd be watching it anyway. So she that, that's just <laughs> that's just stopped and hauled it right away. But but see, my wife does stuff on purpose, like you want to go shopping with me at, at Marshall's or no? Why? I said, Well, I'm watching this game. All you do is watch sports. Yeah, well, me watching sports allows you to go to Marshall's and Nordstrom <laughs> and everywhere right, else you right, go right, to. Right, 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 oh, right, right. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll play off of that, Gunner. So, the, okay. you know, she'll say, um, oh, the Eagles are playing right now at, at 1 o'clock on a Sunday. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Wait, did you, wow. Did you, did you think they were playing on Tuesday at, at midnight? Like, what, what, you know when they the Eagles play. It's football season. Like, oh, this Sunday? I'm like. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. Every year from September until February, hopefully. Yes. This is when they play. My that wife, my wife occasionally will sit down and watch a game with me. And I'm thinking, uh oh, this is not good. <laughs> because when I'm watching the game, she wants to talk to do the whole game. 
who's that? Who's that? Uh-huh. Huh, I, I don't know. Well, who's yep. that? Huh, I don't know. Well, where are they from? I don't know. She asked me, she wants to know where the players from, what hometown they grew up in. Uh, well, who's, who's, and she, then she'll look at me and go, and you call yourself a sportscaster. I'm like, I'm, I don't have to know every player every day on every she, team on the planet with that, didn't every sport. With yes. Well, that's yes. the worst. That's the worst about a Super Bowl party. Not like if, if you don't care about the team, do whatever. But 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 think about that. You know what I mean? Like you're there and and you want to watch. I don't care. I frankly don't care that much about the commercials. Of course, I'll watch them and whatever. And 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 halftime, whoever whoever the act right, is. Whatever. Right. All right. Whatever. I care about the game. And it's just everybody. Ha, ha, da, 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 da. And yes. Like, yes. Ah. Oh. This is why yeah. I watch games generally by myself, like because every, it's every it, year, every oh look at her, look at look at that uniform, and you're like every year. Where do these people have, come from? Yeah. yeah, she wants to have a Super Bowl party every year, and I tell her every year no. Now every four or five years, I give in just to prove my point, and I love my friends, right? And they love to get together, and they love to you know we eat we eat well, drink well, be merry well. <laughs> yes, you know what? <laughs> what are you trying right. to say? What are you trying to say, Mr. Brooks? Bro, you just got a brand new uh, 100-inch TV. And, oh, yeah, uh, I just got the TV. I'm about to watch the Super Bowl. I'm just, yeah. I'm, That's right. And I, 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 so I, I call you. I'm like, yo, dog, I thought I was getting invited. <laughs> uh, well, I, um, um, you don't want to come by here. There's going to be a bunch of people here. You know, like, That's why I wanted to come by. Well, Trish didn't cook any food. I'm like, dog, you think I just want to come by for the food? Oh yeah, I said you're right, man. I'm not coming. <laughs> see, see, look, I do not like watching the Super Bowl with people, with friends, because all they talk about is anything. Well, first, now let me let me anything let me, but let me the game. Yeah, there's a there's a group of people, mostly women, who want to talk about everything but the game. Then the men who want to watch the game, they want to sit next to me and have me analyze with them every play that goes right. on. Right, yes. Bruh. I hate Bruh. I just Bruh. want to sit and listen to the announcers. I want to watch the commercials. Whether I like them or not, I want to be able to see the commercials. Do you know that I have not been able to watch the Super Bowl in its entirety by myself in the last 10 years at least? Last 10 years. Because now, do you have people at your house or do you go to a party? No, no, we ain't having them at my house. Those days are done. Usually <laughs> she wants me to go to one of our friend's uh, Super Bowl parties. And I'm like, why do you ask me? You know, I'm not going. Uh-huh. But but why? You know, they're so and so is going to be there, and they're going to be. I'm like, why? Can, why do I have to see him on Super Bowl Sunday? Can't we get together some other time? Do I have to really see him on Super Bowl Sunday? Mm. So every four or five years, I give in out of guilt, and it, because then she throws in, you never want to do anything with me. Oh, jeez. And I'm like this. I'm like, you know, uh. okay, let's go. And during the game, I'll make sure I make eye contact with her like this. <laughs> And just just to display your anger about what's going on. Yeah, she knows. When nobody's looking, and I catch her, she's usually in a kitchen area somewhere with all the women. They're chatting it up, and I just stand. I just look at her for about two seconds. <laughs> you did this to me again. Yep. And she and she go what what? And she knows what she's doing. It's uh-huh. all premeditated. Uh huh. Yeah. I can't do it, man. I can't I do it. Here's I what I want to do. Yeah. I don't even want to grill on Super Bowl Sunday. I want to order stuff like we, you know, before the prices went through the roof, what get we used take to out. do. Get some takeout, yeah. I'll go down to Acme. I have an Acme about four or five miles. Let me tell you something. Acme has some of the best crab legs on the planet. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, you know, yeah. 
And it, yeah. you know, the regular ones, man, it takes too much work to dig out the meat and stuff. Yeah. So I would go the extra mile and get the jumbo ones, man. You know, okay, just enough for me and the family. So you figure before before last year, I would get maybe seven pounds of, you know, of the jumbos, and it probably cost you like 70, 80 bucks. That was when the price was like seventeen ninety nine, eighteen ninety nine. Yeah. Since the price has jumped to twenty five ninety nine, it's crazy. To I have not had a crab leg from Acme. I am not paying twenty five ninety nine to feed my crew on the mm-hmm. crab legs. Okay, I used to love to get the pizzas, the crab legs. Mm-hmm. I might, I might because it's simple. Throw some burgers on the grill, get it out of the way. Everybody's happy. But in terms of doing elaborate grilling and cooking on Super Bowl Sunday, nah. I ain't doing it. Nah. Not doing it. No, nah, nah. you don't need that. You don't need that. No, no. For, no. for what? For, for all the torture that you're about to go through with the people who are coming over. <laughs> yes. And you know what? They get to leave. I got a mess to clean up at, at 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. <laughs> that's the other disadvantage of, of the home party is the cleanup. You're Forget right. That. Forget that. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I think the best move is just to, to go outside. All right. So, so coming up, Sterling Sharp's going to join us. And we're going to talk to him because he was there for sort of the birth of Brett Favre. You know, when Favre came over in the deal from Atlanta and his progression, you know, and kind of what that turned into. So we'll talk to him about that and, you know, what his expectation is with Jalen Hurts. We'll certainly talk about the uh, the Packers, Aaron Rodgers, his brother, Shannon, what a career he had. Uh, And and a very cool gesture, by the way, that Shannon did for Sterling. We'll talk about that as well. And he was there for the beginning of the Barrett Brooks media career. Yes, that is a big deal. Perhaps more important than even his football career. We will get into that with Sterling as well when we get back. So don't go anywhere. We roll into the final hour of the program with Derek Gunn, with Barrett Brooks. I am Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Do you stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on action. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. In Philadelphia, we celebrated the miracle with pride only five years ago. And then the following morning, IBEW Local 98 members went back to work, building this city, rescuing our communities from decay, and inspiring the young men and women of the region to take pride in who we are. Like the cats, Local 98 members believe in hope. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities with Local 98, visit us, ibew98.org. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. 
What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. Glasses for cocktails, right? It's for this, 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 and that. Is the length of the glass equal to your... You betcha. But is it made out of... Glass? Yeah, okay, but is the rim... Smooth? Will you stop doing... That? I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. All from the company that's highly awarded. Zero cars, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. So good, it just disappears. All right, welcome back in, everybody. Hour number three, Sports Take. Rob Ellis, Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Jacob Sports, YouTube Network. And I, and I see the man himself. I see our next guest. And uh, just to give you a little reminder of what an absolute beast Sterling Sharp was. Five-time Pro Bowler, three-time first-team All-Pro College Football Hall of Fame. And, of course, we won't talk about the, the the connection to Barrett Brooks. We don't want to sully the resume by doing it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sterling Sharp, what's happening, Sterling? How you making out, my man? How you doing? I am so glad you allowed me to join you. And, yeah, don't let me talk about Barrett because I, I promised God I was changing. I'm trying to change myself, and I don't want to go there. <laughs> you, need, you, need, you need an intense golf therapy after your, your years with, with Barrett, right? Yeah. Uh, did oh, tell you about the first time he he was trying out for TV. He was practicing. Give us all the dirt, Sterling. Give it, give it all up. Man. I gotta Let's hear go. this. I have to I hear will, this. I will. This is all I will say. He had on a nice suit and shirt, and it looked like he had been swimming because he was he was so nervous and he couldn't get his words out. I was like, hey, you know, I I, I was kind of firm with him and working with him. I was like, hey. Don't embarrass me, man. I need you to come on here and do your thing. So, but we worked through it, and, and obviously it turned out really well because he seems to be doing real good for us. Well, I'm there. I'm so, so I'm, I'm up there, and you know, and and I'm supposed to be um, breaking down the lag draw with Jason Peters and Shady McCoy. So I'm supposed to be hitting a little machine, you know, showing what exactly what I'm talking about, right? So I'm sitting there talking about. I'm, I'm excited. I'm talking about it, and all of a sudden, I turn around. Are you gonna show us? And I looked at him like, what do you mean, show us? So he's going to use the prompt so he makes a little smiley face in the prompt that we're, we're all supposed to be writing. <laughs> oh, oh. I'm, I'm nervous. I'm sweating bullets. And nobody's going to see it except for us, and I'm sweating bullets, boy. <laughs> Those were the good old days, fellas. Those were the good old days. Hey, hey Sterling, first of all, I want to say, I'm a huge fan of yours. Being from Thank from you. the being from a great the great state of Wisconsin, I'm from Milwaukee. I loved watching your career, but I curse you for giving Barrett the notion <laughs> that he could be on television because he's been a pain in my butt ever since. So but you're see, the I reason. Can't, I can't take credit for that. He came. He came to me. I, I I would not have recommended that for him. He for me. I, I, I didn't. Want to, I was not going. I was not going to 
rain on his parade. He was like, yeah, man, I, I want to get into television. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's good, man. You can... uh, we do it every day, Sterling. It's I, not, there's I, nothing I, changed. Yeah. Hey, I was like, "Woo! I don't know which network this gonna be on." But it's getting ready. <laughs> <laughs> so look, so 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 then when he finally got me, so I wasn't nervous again. He said, "All right, well that's a good job." So he said, "All right, well I'm taking all the fellas out golfing. So we're going to play golf." And uh, I'm 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 driving out, and I'm supposed to be driving straight ahead. He is actually at a ninety degree angle for me. I'm sitting in the car. I'm sitting in the car. <laughs> And oh, I, yeah. and oh, no. 90 degrees from me. Tell me you didn't, hit, you, didn't hit, you, you hit up on him? <laughs> he hit it in my car. No, he did. No, he did. Yes, I was, he was standing over his ball, and I was standing. I was in my cart, but he would have been facing me. So I'm like, he can, there's no way he can hit me over here. Wow. Yeah, he hit me. Wow. He did. Oh, my God. Yeah, he did. Oh. And I still take his... And I still answer his calls and texts. You're a better man than so, I am. Oh my god! I just, I just want you guys to know that God is working deeply in me because. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Oh my god! So, oh. Sterling, where are we playing today, man? I can see you're out on the links. Where are you playing today? No, you know what? My buddy Colt Ford is in town doing a show, so we were just out. I was out practicing, and he came over. We were chipping and putting, and that's all I was doing. I'm playing in uh, my good friend Sean O'Hara's. Uh, event next week in uh, in New Jersey, so I just figured I'd get out of the house. Beautiful weather, as you can see. Yeah. We uh we we got it going on out here, college oh, nice. So I'm just, I'm just out here enjoying myself and just practice. Well, then tell Sean to come up there and uh, check you guys out, man. No, hey, hey, man, I'm not a messenger. Hey, man, hey, you, I'm not a messenger, man. You send your messages, I mean, hey, so now you big time, you're gonna little boy me, and I'm your messenger. No, no, no. Okay. I was just gonna come to see you. I wasn't playing golf, I'm coming to see you. I ain't, I'm, I ain't playing hey, man, golf. If you come, if you come into Sean's, you might as well bring your clubs and play because that's what oh, we're gonna do. We're gonna have a good time. Well, it. you know what? Um, I, you know, I. You know, we're talking about Jalen Hurts and his progression and him becoming, you know, uh, you know, he's going to be the future quarterback here at least next year. And, you know, I can remember you sitting down telling me stories about Brett Favre and when he first got to the league. Because <laughs> you used to call it Brett Favre. Favre. What did you used to Lorenzo call Favre. <laughs> Lorenzo Favre. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, go through that, you know, just how you, you know, how you made him a better player and how, you know, looking at A.J. Brown kind of being that guy for him to make him a better player also. Well, the hard part is, is I, Brett and I got to grow in the same system. So his first year as a player was my first year in that system. So we got to grow together. But what helped, what I think helped us both was I was experienced in understanding defenses. And what you have in a lot of guys when they start playing with, with young quarterbacks is they become chalkboard route runners. So run a straight line and I knew how to manipulate defenses. And, and so it worked out for, for, for actually our team and for us, because I was a veteran presence that understood how to run routes with him learning his way on becoming a starter, becoming a leader, uh, becoming the Brett Favre that we all know and love right now. So I, where it helped me was having a young guy that I didn't have to talk to. Where I think it helped him was having a veteran receiver 
that understood how to run routes versus defenses, understanding that people move. And so we were able to find our niche. And, and, and you know what's really funny? I played three years with Brett Favre and never had a conversation with him about a route or what I was seeing or what he was seeing. In three years, I never had a conversation with him on the sideline during a game. Mm, Not wow. one time. Wow. That's because, yeah. because he had enough people talking to him and I, I had a, a good understanding of what the system was and, and how we were doing things, that it wasn't any need for he and I to have a conversation or for me to go, yeah, I'm going to do this or I'm going to or I see this. I just wanted him to grow and to feel his way into becoming the player that he became. Did, did you know right away, Sterling? I know he played his first year in Atlanta. No, he, no, you did, did not. No, okay, okay, no. Nobody, none of us did. I mean, the thing is, is we knew the system was successful because we got to watch Joe, uh, Joe Montana uh, and, and those guys, uh, Elvis Gerback, and those guys run the system, Steve Young. So we knew the system could be successful. We, you know, I got to watch Jerry Rice and John Taylor run routes. So I knew the system had potential. We knew that one of the late architects of that system and Mike Holmgren was calling the plays, but no, we, we didn't know Brett was going to turn out to be the guy he turned out to be. Uh, he was fun. Uh, he had a strong arm, which was something that was different for that system. Uh, his arm was a lot stronger than Joe's a lot stronger than Steve's a lot stronger than Gerbeck's uh, a lot stronger than Steve Bono. Uh, so he could do things that those guys couldn't do. He could throw it in places that those guys couldn't throw it. But I think that's why you also had a guy who I think had to lead in the most touchdown passes thrown in NFL history at one time, but he also had the most interceptions thrown because <laughs> of his strong arm. So, no, we I didn't know. I, I You know what? He was just a, a, another quarterback that I got a chance to play with, and he worked himself and worked his tail off to become the Brett Favre that, that we know today. Hey, Sterling, was he always one of these uh, off-the-wall type quarterbacks? Uh, with You know, as through the years, we got to see all the antics. And, you know, and with him being mic'd up, some of the comments he make asking referees, hey, do you have a left-handed football and stuff like this. <laughs> was he always that guy when you first got to meet him? Or did, he, did that part of him evolve as he got more comfortable being a starting quarterback in the NFL? If you forget the touchdowns and the yardage and the catches and the games and the belief that we could win a Super Bowl with him playing quarterback, he never changed. That's mm. who he is. That that's who he is. Uh he was fun. He was fun loving. He enjoyed he loved playing football. He was prepared. He you know, so that guy just grew into that phenomenon that we got to know. But the thing is, is is he mm. never changed who he was. And that's what I appreciated most. He didn't come in and once he became our solidified starter. He didn't come mm -hmm. in and go, okay, guys, this is what, you know, he was, he was not a rah-rah guy. He was, you know, Hey, come on guys. We can, we, you know, we can play better than this. You know, this is not what we practice. You know, he was that guy. He, he never changed. And that's probably the biggest thing that I appreciated in him in the three years uh, that I got to play with him. And granted, I got to play with him when he was young. You know, mm -hmm. I don't know what he was like in year five or year seven or year 12. But I know the first three years, he was just a fun-loving gunslinger that gave us – you know, the one thing I can say about, about Brett is he gave us a chance to win. Mm. Sometimes he gave us a chance to lose, but he also gave <laughs> yeah. us a chance to win. <laughs> well, well, I, you know, I, go ahead, Barry. I do, looking at that, you know, you got, he's got now got A.J. Brown. He has uh, 
Devontae Smith, two guys, you know, that, you know, he played with, he played with Smith, but, you know, I think AJ's going to bring that factor, almost that it factor that, all right, he's been in the league for three years. He can kind of settle him down a little bit and get to the open place in the field to help him out. You know, and, you know, can you see, you know, that, that kind of chemistry developing with him and AJ? I'm going to say that AJ is going to come in and learn the system there. And, and I think that AJ is going to do everything he can to be the AJ we remember in Tennessee, but I, I don't think AJ is going to have a lot of in-game conversations with Jalen because if, if you're talking to AJ, what are the other guys doing sitting on the bench? The tight ends are looking at you talking to AJ. Uh, Devontae's looking at you, you know, so what are they doing? And you don't want to run the offense. You know, when you see a guy open, throw it to him. And, and, and that's what we tried to get Brett to do. It was just that he was like, I could throw it to that guy and he'll catch it. It'll be a gain of seven. Mm. But if I wait another second or half a second and throw it to that guy, he'll catch it, run over a guy, and it'll be a gain of 27. So it, it, it's a it's a very delicate dynamic for AJ wow. coming to a new team. It's a very delicate dynamic for Jalen uh, having all this offensive firepower around him. You still have to orchestrate the offense. And if you don't orchestrate the offense, then none of that matters because you're not going to get the best from each of those three guys. Hey, Sterling, um, as you know, Philadelphia is a very critical market when it comes to critiquing athletes in general. What's the best advice you would give a Jalen Hurts in terms of tuning out the outside noise, the outside doubters, people who still question whether or not he's a legitimate starting quarterback in the National Football League? I I laugh at the people who say that because, you know, Baker Mayfield is sitting in Cleveland and that's right. That he's not a legitimate, but he's, he's one of the 32 best quarterbacks in our league. He's Mm -hmm. in our league. He's in the best league in the world. Uh, If I had any advice for Jalen, I would be say nothing. And when they ask you say even less, Mm. I, 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 I think the best lesson I learned as a player, and we're talking 400 years ago, but as a first round draft pick in a small market where they love their football and they feel like they know their football, the best thing happened to me is I didn't talk. Mm. I did not have to defend how I played. And if you look at the first round draft picks after me, the Tony Mandridges, the Vinnie Clarks, the Terrell Buckleys, the Tony Bennett's, the Daryl Thompson's, those guys got roasted because Mm -hmm. they were constantly having to defend how they were playing. And, and because I did, I think that helped me the most. So I, Uh-oh. Uh, Sterling, you, uh, okay, we, uh, Tone will get that straight out, but we, uh, we lost Sterling for a second. Sterling, if you can still hear us, uh, we're going to try and reconnect. Our producer, Tone, will uh, we'll, we'll take the ball from here and see if we get – I think we got him back. Okay, Sterling, you're back. We we just I'm cut back. out for hey. a second there. Yep. Hey, man, y'all need to pay your bills over there, man. <laughs> it's all Barrett. It's Barrett's fault, man. He's late on his bills all the time. You know hey, that. Stop paying Barrett the big bucks and pay the exactly. electric bill. No, but you were saying, you know, you, you basically just kept to yourself and some of the other guys were, were out there constantly just trying to defend their play when they're at the early part of their career. You know, you know, Jalen's hurt it all. And I, what I always <laughs> have loved about Jalen hurts as a player, both in college and in the NFL is he seems to be a real even kill guy. I mean, if you, if you weren't really paying attention, you would probably think he doesn't kind of care. 
He just seems to be going through, you know, oh, you, you know, oh, I, I, I need to run this play. Okay. On one, ready, break. He, but the thing is, is that's his personality. And I'm going to ask him not to change. Be who you are because it's gotten you this far. I mean, it's funny that a lot of people say, well, he's not a legitimate starting quarterback, but here he is a legitimate starting quarterback. Yeah. What we, what we as, as what you guys and, and what you do can, can help is stop comparing him to what mm-hmm. Randall Cunningham mm-hmm. or what, what Lamar Jackson or, or, or what Russell Wilson or, you know, Tom Brady. You know, stop comparing and just appreciate what you have right here. And you know what? I played with some quarterbacks that, that were in the NFL. I mean, Bud Key <laughs> and Anthony Dillwig is a lot of guys that people had never heard of. They were NFL starting quarterbacks. So while you want to minimize them because they're not Joe Montana and Troy Aikman and Steve Young or Tom Brady, they're NFL starting quarterbacks. And I think if Jalen, and he seems like a very self-confident individual, he seems like a person uh, that believes in his abilities from what I see from afar, as long as he stays true to himself, when it's all said and done, guess what? He will look back on his career as a positive. I mean, you know, and I'm going to kind of compare myself after the game to Jalen Hurts, you know, a lot of people say, oh, my man, if you would have played longer or if you would have done this or, man, Sterling, if you would have done this. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I asked God for one year. I played for seven. I stole for six. You want me to do more than that? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, 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 I feel real comfortable when I go to golf tournaments and I'm around <laughs> the Tim Browns and the Jerry Rices and the Andre Reeds who played when I played that are in the Hall of Fame. I appreciate my career uh, playing when they played. I'm not embarrassed by my career. I appreciate it. I'm like, wow, I played when those guys played. They were great players. Uh, and so I think Jalen just needs to do that. Just, you know what? You're planted in Philadelphia. Bloom where you're planted, man. You you are there for a reason. I don't think Jalen Hurts is the Philadelphia Eagles starting quarterback by accident. And I think that he is exactly on the path that he's supposed to be on. And now he's just got to continue to grow. Yeah, and, and just just to remind folks how great Sterling was, just to reiterate. I mean, you're set by your second. No, you can't remind people how I'm, great I was when I'm yes. sitting here talking to you. Yeah, we can. <laughs> yes, we can. Yes, we yes, can. We can. No, no, no right. you say how great I am, and, and then he, you add your stuff. All right. So <laughs> he is a great individual human being, and and his football days were okay too. So by his second year, he's over 1,400 yards receiving. He went over 14 and 92, over 12 and, and 93, and 1,194, which ended up being your last year. I mean, I, I mentioned it earlier, five-time Pro Bowl, or, you know, College Football Hall of Fame is number two, is retired at South Carolina. I mean, it, it was one hell of a career, man. And you, it was you, great. you, you have and nothing to be ashamed of. It was great. Oh. Oh man, we lost him again. Tone, let's Dang keep, it. keep trying to get him straightened out one more time, man. But he was, guys, he was a beast. He was a beast. Yeah. He's back. The beast is back. There he is. Well, and, 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 and you know, hey, Sterling, is- maybe it's your cheap phone, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I ain't gonna have too many more cheap phones coming. <laughs> but no, it, it, it really was. It was an outstanding career that mm-hmm. I enjoyed. I, I just wanted to play, man. I didn't care whether I was an all pro or a pro bowler or I, you know what? I just wanted to play in the national football league. That's the only thing I ever wanted to do. So getting a chance to play for six years longer than I wanted to play. Mm. I, I think I won. 
Hey, Sterling, when you talk about the guys you still see, the Jerry Rices, the Andre Reeds, because when you played with them in, in that era, you were playing at a Hall of Fame pace also. And as you sit here today, and, I, and I've seen interviews, you've been asked about this time and time again, but since it's on our, our platform, ha, ha, has it gotten out of your system that an injury cut your rear, career short and you weren't able to a, achieve maybe certain things uh, as a professional athlete? Or is that just water on, under the dam now? It was never in my – it was never a problem. I, I okay. mean, you know, I, 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 I never looked at my career mm -hmm. as being cut short because okay. – I played, like I said, I only wanted to play. And mm. so I, I really prayed for one year, you know, that, and that's before becoming a first round draft pick and all that. I, I just wanted to play in the NFL. That's all I've ever wanted to do. So mm. you're telling me I got a chance to play for seven years. And, and now that I'm, I've been out of football for almost 30 years or 30 years or so, you're telling me I played at a pretty high level. I can't be embarrassed, upset, or ashamed of any of that. I really mm -hmm. can't because, you know what, I, I got a chance to play with some wonderful teammates. I got a chance to play in some outstanding systems. And I, I tell people all the time, two guys out of Glenville, Georgia, both playing in the National Football League, that ain't by accident. Now, that's mm -hmm. not by design, but that's not by accident either. And I got a chance to do that, man. I, 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 I went to bed when I left my last specialist uh, office and I got back to Green Bay and, and I, I told my brother that I would never play football again, I knew I was going to be okay because I could go to sleep. Mm -hmm. It didn't weigh on my mind. I didn't lay in bed and toss and turn and say, oh, God, why me? Why did mm -hmm. it happen to me? I'm right in my prime. I could know. If I could sleep, I knew I was going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And I got off the phone with my brother and turned on my fan and turned off the lights and went to sleep. And I mm. knew I was okay. Wow. You know, and a lot of people don't understand, you know, from, from that point, he gets a call from ESPN. So he hadn't been in front of a TV or did anything. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> bam, he jumps right on TV. You know, he didn't do like I did, but he jumps right into it with everybody and, 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 and became an animal. And that was a great show, by the way. <laughs> it, it was. was. Great guys. They were they were great guys. Joe, Tom, Chris Berman, Chris Mortensen, uh, Joe Theismann, and Tom Jackson, of course, great to work with. But you know what, Barrett? What's really funny is when you talk about – I was talking earlier about the path. I mean, you, you're, you're talking about a guy that, you know, finished playing football and then seven months, eight months later – is working at ESPN on their number one show. A guy who didn't talk to the media as a player, which yeah, I thought was yeah. actually kind of funny. It was actually kind of – and the thing is, is what's for you. There, I, don't, I don't care what anybody does. You're going to get what's for you. And it was meant for me to go on TV having not talked to the media as a player. And, and you know, the thing was is, is I, I got a chance. I had no idea what I was going to do. Uh, I had no idea. I was prepared. I graduated from college. I got my degree. I was prepared to compete for a job, but I had no idea what field that was going to be in. And my path put me on a TV path, which I mean, without ESPN, I don't meet Barrett without meeting Barrett. I'm probably not talking to you guys right now. So right. it's funny how if you get on a path and you just get out of your own way, it's amazing how wonderful things work out for you. That's right. So, how, so what keeps you busy today? What What are you doing primarily now? Well, you guys bother me coming on TV doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I'm out here trying to work on my golf game, but you guys don't care. You Barrett don't care. He's like, hey, how about two o'clock? Nope. 
well, <laughs> you know, but no, I, I get a chance to do, I get a chance to do this. Uh, talk to you guys and uh, I get to do some podcasts and, and you know, and I get to do some public speaking. Uh, I play a lot of golf. I play in a lot of my friends golf events to help them raise money for some outstanding causes around the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, so I stay pretty busy and uh, it, it's funny. I stay pretty busy and in the grand scheme of things, I stay busy doing nothing, but I'm busy doing it. Mm. I, I Sterling, I thought one of the coolest things uh, with your brother Shannon, who was you know NFL Pro Football Hall of Famer, but one of the coolest things was when he won his first Super Bowl and he ended up winning three altogether. He gave mm-hmm. you the ring. Well, right. Just just tell us right. about that gesture and what it meant to you and and what words were expressed and everything else that went down there. It, it, to me, it showed me that I was more important to him than accomplishing that team goal with his teammates because at that point there are no guarantees he's going to go back to another one there's no guarantees he's going to win another one but i think that what helped them and him was his gesture of that guy meant so much to me being here that i'm i'm going to give him something that i think he deserves and 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 let me tell you i every every day that i was on television i wore that ring and mm-hmm. people go would go, well, you didn't earn it. I go, but I have one. I said, you know, I don't have blood, sweat, and tears in my Super Bowl ring. I have love in my Super right. Bowl ring. And, wow. And, wow. and I'm wearing mine because this guy loved me so much that he gave me something that he may never get another one of. That's and right. it was funny how people would try and shame me into not wearing it. And I was like, I'm a whole lot stronger than that, folks. So uh, mm-hmm. I have it, and I'm going to wear it. And every day that I was on television, I wore that ring. Mm. That's very cool. Unbelievable. That's man. awesome, man. That is really you, cool. You guys talk about Ray Diddy and his notebooks. Well, you know, working with Sterling, you know, you had to come and cross your T's and dot your I's. And, you know, we have these shot sheets we did, we, he, that we have that you'll tell him what it is. And he would have this notebook, and he would start on Sunday night. And he'd come to work on Tuesday morning, and he had talked to probably 20 NFL head coaches. And what was ever in that little book was the only thing that he would say on TV. So I come up to him, and I'm looking at this. I'm like, look at this breakdown here. He's like, well, hey, Barrett, that ain't in my book. So I'm, uh, I'm not saying that. It's that's really, how he did really it. Good. I mean, it was a really good point you made. But, uh, <laughs> See, there was one, Sterling. There was one he made. Yeah, it, it was a it was a really good point, but that ain't in this book. You, you know, guys, I, I was always and I learned from Tom Jackson and Joe Theismann and Chris Mortensen and those guys. If I want, if you want to know what's going on, per se, on a weekly basis, in Philadelphia, or Green Bay, Wisconsin, or San Francisco, or Buffalo. I, I, I live in Columbia, South Carolina. For mm-hmm. me to get that information, I got to do some work because mm-hmm. I wanted to be able to say, you know, I think Jalen Hurts is the guy or I think Jalen Hurts is not the guy. And when I talked to the Philadelphia Eagles or when I talked to Buffalo, they said this. I want to be able to look those people in the eye and said, I didn't make this up. This ain't me talking. I'm using the words that I got from your organization. And, and because it was more important for me to be truthful and right than for me to just go on TV and yell and scream and to say you're crazy. And that, that ain't, you know, I, Hey, look, I, I played in the NFL 
And, my, you know, the thing was is I didn't play in Pittsburgh. I didn't play in Tennessee. They didn't even have a Carolina when I played. And they didn't have a Jacksonville when I played. So if, in order for me to go on TV on a weekly basis to tell those fans about their team, I needed to call a Tom Coughlin who was in Jacksonville. I needed to call a Bill Cowher. I needed to call uh, uh, Mike Tomlin. You know, I need to call a Bill Belichick. I need to call a Bill Parcells and have them talk to me about their team or what they see, a, a trend that I might not be seeing in the league. And it served me well for, for 20 years. Mm. I actually have, I'm sitting there and I'm like, hey, look, but it, I, I, this, I, I saw that she said, he said, hold, 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 let me make the phone call. And he would call either Gruden, he'll call a Grudog. Let me talk to you for a minute, man. I'm sitting here, you know, listening to these guys. And he said this and this and this has just happened. And Gruden would say, yeah, we were trying to do this. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that. I wanted to make sure that. He called it. That's not what we were doing. See, that's why I call people. <laughs> and he'd be call, talking to the head coach while we're sitting there talk, uh, trying to make these, you know, do these shows, you know. So that book right there, if it wasn't in that book, he wasn't going to say it, man. He was it not ain't going on it. TV. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, and, and Sterling, your your path crossed with Andy Reid for a couple of years, correct? You guys were yes, with Green Bay I was, together. I was with Andy. I was with Andy for three years in, in yeah. Green Bay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how did you? I'll ask you kind of the same thing I asked you about Favre. Did you know at the time that this guy was going to be a head coach, or was it no. way too early? The, the the only guy I can honestly say off that staff that I knew was going to be a head coach was if if the opportunity presented itself was Ray Rhodes because mm. of our defensive coordinator and John Gruden. I mean, we knew John was going to be a head coach in this league because I, I, I would not have said that about Steve Mariucci. Uh, I would not have said that about Andy Reid, although Andy was probably the most like Mike Holmgren of all the coaches. I wouldn't have said that about Andy because at the time, I, I, I you know, he was growing into, you know, he was our tight ends coach at the time before he ended up when, when Steve moved on, he ended up moving up. But I, I, the the only surefire one that I would have put my life and reputation on would have been John Gruden mm -hmm. because he was, you know, usually when you get a guy and my college position coach played receiver in college, my NFL first position coach had been a receivers coach for, you know, six, eight, 10, 12 years in the league. Then I got Sherm Lewis who coached Jerry Rice and John Taylor enough said. When I got John Gruden, it was different because I was like, wait a minute. Okay. For me to be a, the player I want to be, I got to give him a chance. I got to hear what he has to say. What is he, what is he telling me? And the thing about John was, is he was like, I love what you do. I love what you bring to the table. I love how you do it. He was the first one who actually made me, I studied the other receivers but I never adopted anything that they did. He was the first guy to make me adopt a release that Irving Fryer might've been doing in Miami mm -hmm. or Fred Barnett in Philadelphia, or, you know, Hey, you know what? At a, as a 220 pound receiver, when you play inside, if you could do this release, he, he took my game to another level because he was not a receiver. He was not, you know, he didn't coach Jerry Rice and John Taylor. He he studied me, and he wanted to make me better. So I had to respect him for that. And and to this day, John is one of my good friends. 
because he he earned the trust that a player would have in a guy that is going to see him every day and is going to be talking to him about the defenses he's going to be facing, the teams he's going to be facing. And John was able to bring out a, a, a side of me playing receiver that I didn't even know I had. Wow. Hey, Sterling, why are you not coaching in the game? You have so much to offer. Because I play golf. <laughs> you still play golf? I ain't Come on, man. be sitting in a meeting for 18 hours. Or I, hey, my, my life is this. I get out of bed whenever I want to. And I, I come and I eat breakfast, usually out here at the golf course. And then I decide if I'm going to play practice oh, or if uh, I'm going to sit and play online spades. Oh, if I'm a coach, I can't do that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that is awesome. That is awesome. Well, I, I really I, – you know – I, I really, I really never considered coaching. I, I just never thought that I had that kind of patience. I really didn't. Okay. I didn't think I had the, because, because when I, you know, I, I've never done anything half-assed. Uh, you know, if I'm going to do it, we're going to do it a hundred percent. And and if I'm doing it a hundred percent and you're not, it's not going to work. And so I just never really pursued coaching because I, I really didn't want I wanted everybody to have their own path and I didn't want to ruin someone's path because I didn't think based on me playing football, I didn't think they were given a hundred percent. So it was probably best for me and them that I didn't become a coach. Right. Wow. No, what's up? And, and, and Barrett, well, wait, before Barrett will tell you how I was at TV in, in TV. <laughs> I, I not only knew my job, but I knew everybody else's job. Right, and, right. and I'm I'm dead set on holding everyone accountable to this is what we're doing and this is what we're trying to do. And I, I have a lot of respect for my bosses, but Barrett will tell you, it ain't nothing but a phone call or a trip to the office for me that we need to talk about how we doing this because this ain't working. Mm. And, right, and, yep. and if I felt it needed to change, Barrett will tell you, I was... Uh, I was hey, I was prickish. Hey, we got to talk about the shot sheets, right? It got to a point where if guy were messing up on the shot sheets, so you'd have to put your initials on the shot sheet that you did, you know. So if it's some, you know, so you'd be held accountable. He'd be on. He'd, we're in NFL Films, and he'd be on the show, and he'd say something, and he's just about to say it. He said, "That's not the right last name," and he'll say the right last name. <laughs> And keep going with the show. And you, you could tell he looked at the Sashi. Huh. Okay. So as soon as the break, as soon as that red light went out, pew, straight to the <laughs> we used to we used to have to sit in the um we had to sit in, in the control room. room. <laughs> We're sitting in the control, sit room, control room. And you think like, is that my shot sheet? Is that my shot sheet? They said like oh I think it's my oh it's my shot sheet. Guys are trying to leave out that room. He beat him up the path. <laughs> oh, where you going? Uh uh-uh, uh no. I, I I had I had hey I I can make mistakes on TV. You can't <laughs> I, I, I can make mistakes. I can make mistakes on TV. But Barrett can't Barrett can't make mistakes on on uh calling him Lamar Johnson. What what <laughs> no you, yeah, hey I you know the thing was though and 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 I I know those guys will tell you how much I and, and we use the word love a lot, but that, those guys and Barrett can speak to how much I love the guys, the people I worked with. 
I mean, I, I, I was, I made sure that when you did something that was good, which was pretty much every week, I was letting you know, uh, we would eat lunch together and talk about, you know, this or that. Uh, I threw parties. I threw parties for my crew because I, I really understood how hard their jobs were. And I mean, I knew some of them were, I mean, I got probably, and, and I'm not taking any credit for Barrett, but I probably helped and calling the ESPNs and the Foxes and the yep. CBSs. I probably got 14 people from NFL Network that are that I, I, I would like to say I kind of helped. But that, that's just, you know, we were a team. And you know what? I can't be successful if you're not. And you can't be successful if I'm not. Mm-hmm. And it, and if you want my recommendation, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> you know, yeah, hey, right. <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest. I mean, hey, you know, I'm going to be honest about Barry was sweating like a hooker in church. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> but, but, but he he really wanted to do it and he worked himself into the analyst that he is right now. I mean, he's confident. He speaks strongly. You, you know, he has an opinion. And that's the biggest thing about being in our business was if you had an opinion, could you say it with enough conviction to get people to believe you? And Barrett that's has right. that now. That's right. He didn't always have that. No. You don't show He was a kind of, he was <laughs> a man. Hey, Barrett was the kind of guy that would bring roses to a gunfight. He was was too nice to be doing television. (laughs) Yeah, I hear you. Well, listen, man, thanks for taking this much time. We really do. It's been been a blast talking to you. Hey, anytime. Anytime, guys. uh, You know, Barrett's my guy. And like I said, you know, I, I, I don't have a lot of friends. But the ones that are in my phone, I, I respond to. And yeah, uh, it, sure. it was nice to hear from him this morning. And it was a pleasure to come on with you guys. Well, certainly. Well, thank thanks, you, man. man. He also success. gave my yes, first pair of name brand golf clubs, too, because uh, I I was playing in, in some golf clubs. Didn't even have a name on them. He's like, come on, man. You, you, you <laughs> hey, can't play in those. <laughs> hey man, send me. Hey man, send me your address. I'm gonna send you these two gift cards, man. Get you some. Get you some golf clubs. I there we go again. They're embarrassing me. <laughs> Sterling, thanks, man. Hit him straight. All right, appreciate. All right, guys, take care. Thank, thank, you, thank you for having you me too. on. Thank you, man. All right, all right, fellas, you got it. That was fun, man. That was, Barry. That was fun. I, I love. Yeah, Barry. He is. He what a dude, man. What a guy. Now see, now see. I keep telling y'all, man. I, Bro, that's why you can't lie, man. You can't lie about, you know, certain situations because it, it always comes from the darkness into the light, man. Yeah, I mean, true. I mean, <laughs> it always comes to light. So when I say I went and got, um, you know, whatever he did, man, Burger King, whatever it was, Burger King or, or Chick-fil-A, bro, when I entered, I really did intern. I, I really did go get Sterling coffee. You know what I'm saying? It was just part of respect. And my progression, you know, yeah. I even had to be nice to D Gun. Had to be nice to you. It's not because easy. you guys, yeah. I'm just saying, you guys helped me get to where I am. So, man, I, I definitely appreciate you guys. I may play uh, around a lot, but I definitely I, appreciate. I, you. you know what? I think I think a lot of times in our business, you know, the people that start their careers in like market top ten markets don't appreciate what it takes to get there. In a lot of cases, um, you know. There are a lot of us out here like me. I started in El Central, California. There are a lot of people that that starting in Dubuque, Iowa's, the Bangor, Maine's, uh, Laredo, Texas. Um, you know, and then fortunate to work their way up the ladder to a certain point. I think those are the people. And you know, when you start those markets, basically you're doing like an internship. You're getting your feet yep. wet. 
you're making a lot of mistakes um, and things like that. Um, and, and I think when, when I look back anyway, I appreciate where I came from to get to where I am more so um, because of what it took for me. Now, it, it cost me a lot in a lot of ways. I dragged my wife across the country uh, away from her family. I dragged my kids away, you know, from their family. Um, you know, but we found a place, a, a happy medium. You know, we now call Delaware home, you know, and, and you know, this is home for us. Um, you know, if we can't go back to San Diego, this is where we want to be. Um, and, you know, but you pay, you pay a price in this business. You really have, that's when I talk to colleges and kids in high school. The first thing I tell them is how serious are you about paying a price to be in this business? Because you're going to do a lot of things. You know, you walk out with a college degree, you think you're going to do this, that, and the other. It doesn't turn out that way most times. You got to start out with a grunt job before you get to the glory jobs. Amen. Amen. Well said. All right, let's step aside, guys. We'll come back in the final segment of the program, put a wrap on things. Don't go anywhere. Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis, Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. It's a big story on action. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh-huh. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.
What's up, everybody? Yo, I'm man. Program, Sports Day. I'm looking at weather reports right now, man. Oh, yeah. Lightning. Sketchy, man. Lightning detected near your last known location. Remain sheltered for 30 minutes after hearing any thunder. Mm. I'm thinking that did I bring the trash cans into the garage? Because, see, I parked my car near the trash cans. And my car on one side has like three or four little, not little d- dents. I got to get one of those devices where you can suck the dents out of your cup. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I pay. I take the price for the family. That's what I do, Robin Bear. I <laughs> sacrifice for the family, man. <laughs> my car, my car looked like some kid hit it with a plastic bat on one side. <laughs> I That's hear. what it is, man. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah. Bro. So be careful out there. If you're if you're in the Philadelphia and surrounding areas, Jersey Dell. I know a lot of people headed down the shore uh for the weekend just be careful man because it is it is pretty nasty out there so speaking of that and we got we got only got a little bit of time here uh before we get out of here and again we'll be off on monday but we'll be back on tuesday dan Cilio's here at three o'clock but uh i'll ask you guys and it could be anywhere it doesn't just have to be jersey or delaware mm-hmm. or whatever favorite beach to go to barrett oh Man, that's I mean that's it's, I mean I I just go to Wildwood just because my boat's down there. So I would have to say Wildwood, man. Okay, I, I I'm a big fan of Wildwood too. I like Wildwood. How about you, Derek? I would say I would say Bethany Beach in Delaware. No. Um, nice, nice. You know, it's a little too crowded now. People have discovered it, uh, but I like Bethany Beach more than I like Rehoboth. Rehoboth has basically become a tourist trap. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so crowded there now. You have to walk like this just to get by people. Wow. And there's no parking. There's no and parking. No, there's no parking. You got to park like four blocks away. And if you yeah. if you like me, you know you you let the family out front so they can go find a spot. Uh-huh. And you and you're lugging coolers, four or five chairs, all that yep. good stuff. So, you need that caddy. You need the beach caddy. Yeah, you know. Yeah, there you, <laughs> you go. Get mine out of the dumpster. You're good to go. <laughs> yeah, no. So I, I've shifted now. For, I used to like Rehoboth because you can see the Rehoboth. And a nice boardwalk is back there. You can get the beach fries, yeah. get the ice cream. You got the little gift shop if you mm-hmm. want to shop. Grotto's Pizza Restaurant yes. is right there. You got a few places you can go. But I'll go down. I'll go down to Bethany, and when we get hungry, we just drive down the block into town. Enough places uh, to go to there. Plus, if you're really smart, you take a lunch with you, keep it there with you on the beach. You know, well, just, a little you, cooler. You're good to yeah, go, man. Yeah. That's all you need. You look at the stream. You know, they're talking about uh, down at Barnacle Lighthouse. I go to Barnacle Lighthouse, and I fish off the little. Uh, the little rail area. Oh yeah, I mean, you catch catch blues off stripes off it right there by the lighthouse. Mm-hmm. I guess they watch birds. That I've never been into watching birds. I guess bird watching is big and you know in these in these uh beach areas. You know, I mean, you know I, what else I, is big too? What's that? Uh, people like to go take pictures in front of lighthouses. Um, I know people yeah, that love yeah. to go up and down the East Coast, uh, the different states to get to pictures with the old lighthouses, the old historic ones. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, cool. it's, it's a nice hobby, but uh, that ain't for me. I ain't doing it. No. Yeah, I hear you. I hear. You. I would say I like Wildwoods beaches. Uh, I lo- I really like Ocean City, Maryland. Uh, there, I used to there go there go. a lot. Haven't been there, there in go. a while, but <clears throat> I always have. I I love that because it's it's big like Wildwood in terms of the beaches. There's a lot there, and the boardwalk's a killer. Uh, they have great restaurants in that area. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say they're all all on the top of my list. I, you know, in terms of like, if you just be extending it beyond local, uh, I like Fort Lauderdale. Uh, I like that beach a lot. I okope, love Key West. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. They were both. Really I love, strong. I love Myrtle Beach. I, I like love Myrtle. Myrtle Beach. I've never been to Myrtle Beach. I want to go down. I, what? I went down there. I, I didn't go to the beach. Though. I went down there to, for, um, uh, it's called a Black Beach Week, maybe a Black Bike Bike Week, where, you know, motorcycles and stuff like that. Yeah, you okay. go down there, for Myrtle yeah. Beach. 
mean, it's unbelievable. I just never got to the beach. I always tell I, I did this, like I was there when we yeah. did a college tour for my daughter. We went to Coastal Carolina, which is not far from Myrtle Beach, and then we drove right. down to Myrtle Beach and didn't we didn't have a ton of time, so it looked cool, but I didn't yeah. we didn't get a time to, to do yeah, much. It's a there. Great great right. town, great great diversity in restaurants and food in Myrtle Beach. Well, see, that's um, what I want to go see. I, I, oh, I did a little bit of that. Yeah, I did a little bit of that. They got great seafood places, great, you know. Uh, I love the I love they have there's two places I love. One was called Blueberry, uh, where their breakfast is. I love grits. You know, uh, I'm country as a day as long. I love my grits. And, man, they make some great grits down at uh, that particular place. But the whole town, man, you know, it's funny. For as popular as Myrtle Beach is, it's maneuverable. You can get around easy in Myrtle Beach, man. Mm-hmm. You know, and Mike Quick, I've got Mike Quick. He has a house down in Myrtle Beach. I'm going to have to hit Mike up. Oh, he does? Yeah. I might have to hit him up one day. Mm. I think I, I smell a remote from from the Quick House. Yes. Yeah, yes. man. We're sports we're day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We we're might have to do that. Well, yeah, it'll be great, man. Yeah, that'll that'll be fun. But yeah, we can make that happen. Yeah, but I, and that's the beauty. Like I know a lot of people are heading out and about. Just be careful this weekend. Just you know, yes. take it easy. You know, obviously, you just just want to be safe and smart. But um, yeah, I mean, look, we we uh, we hit a lot. We, so what we have coming up, we'll, you know, obviously the Phillies are at the Mets this weekend. That's going to be a big series for them. NBA, we didn't get a chance to talk about Miami, it. But Boston tonight, yeah. Miami, Boston tonight, game five, uh, game six, excuse me. Uh, right now it's 3-2 Miami, or uh, Boston. No, Boston, yep. Boston's up 3-2. Um, and last night the Warriors put away the Mavs. How about Steph Curry, guys? Wins the uh, the Eastern Con- or the Western Conference Finals MVP. He's 21-4 and four in career playoff series. Jeez. Steph Curry is. <laughs> the, the Warriors are 18-0 and 0 in the Western Conference Finals since 2015. That's crazy. Wow. Pretty That's amazing, right? But Clay Thompson back after years of dealing with serious injuries. I'm happy to see that for him. Uh, but yeah. that was pretty cool, you know, for sure. But yeah, back at it uh, in, in game six tonight for uh, I, I, what are you guys feeling in that one <clears throat> in the Heat and Celtics? Miami's cooked. Hold on, fellas. Miami's cooked. Yeah. You know, my, Miami, uh, they, they gave it their best shot their last game up until the third quarter mm-hmm. and they just ran out of gas. Boston does not want to go back to Miami for Game Seven. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna fry Miami tonight, man. Just yeah. call it a, call it a series. It feels like that to, for me as well. Yeah. I think Boston advances, and it's gonna be Boston and Golden State. We'll see if the Celtics are able to slow down that train, man. That that, that Golden State train. I think that is going to be a fun series to watch. Boston against Golden State. Boston's pit pit bull mentality defense. They can also shoot it with Golden State. Uh, but can they keep up with Golden State's transition game? Uh, Draymond Green, you talk about some jaw jackers in the series. Draymond Green, Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, you know, dude, it, 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 this series could get ugly in, in a lot of ways. Yeah, no doubt. All right, so that'll do it for us. Uh, coming up at 3 o'clock, Dan Cilio <clears throat> with the National Football Show. want to thank everybody, our, our producer today. Tone did a great job, Tone DeShields. Yeah, Tone. Great Good job, work. Tone. Good work out of Tone, that's for sure. I, like I said, we're back at it Tuesday, same time, 12 o'clock. Tell a friend. Uh, sports take, but for Barrett, Barrett, have a great weekend, man. You too, Enjoy. bro. Barrett, yeah, same to you as Likewise, well. Everybody bro. out there, and yep. again, thanks to, to everybody who served. Uh, those Get who paid the grill. price, thank you. Enjoy, yep. have a relaxing weekend, enjoy it, and don't go anywhere. Dan Cilio's got you for the National Football Show. Thanks for watching all week long, and thanks for making the first six, seven weeks a blast. We appreciate yep. all of you. Uh, on, in the comment section, all of you streaming, all of you listening. And again, you can always go back and listen and watch at any time. All right, that's going to do it for us. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports <laughs> YouTube Network. Enjoy the weekend, everybody. Thanks.
Do you stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on action. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh huh. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hero.co. 